If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This week on the program, there's an H here, but it's definitely an L. We're talking about Stone Cold. I'm Andrew Jupin. Stone Cold Steve Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Josh Lewis. And we hate movies. Everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. This week, I feel like it's a long time coming. It's 1991 Stone Cold, directed by Craig R. Baxley, uh, director of previous episode I Come in Peace and the great Action Jackson. And here to talk about it, Sleezoid Podcast own Josh Lewis. Back to the program. How you doing, buddy? I am doing wonderful. I am glad that we can finally spread the good word of the boss this week. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the good word? So, <laughs> this was uh, this was your pick, man. So, uh, floor is yours. What is your history with uh, this film? How'd you first come to it? I had a friend recommend this to me on a whim. I just said I was looking for something short and trashy, and I had my mind absolutely <laughs> melted by this thing out of nowhere. I was like, "Who is this beefcake flame out football player? Why does he have a Komodo dragon as a pet? Why is he the worst cop in the universe doing some of the most ambitiously scaled destruction for a movie on its budget level?" And ever since I have just it's been one of my go to movies to show to people because it's like if no one has heard of it and anytime you throw it on, everyone leaves the movie like, why have I never heard of that? It's a great question. And it's pretty disgusting that it's really not available anywhere. Like we were saying before we went on the air, there is an olive Blu-ray. So if you want to go uh, overseas ordering, you can do that. But, you know, folks at like Arrow and Vinegar Syndrome. Maybe listen to this episode. Be reminded of the magic of Stone Cold. Where's Olive Blu-ray from? Is that like Italy? I'm actually not uh, sure, but I but I have it, and it's region-free. So oh, that's oh, great. oh, that's great. cool. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I think Olive's lives UK. I remember this movie coming out as a kid. Like I just know, like thinking that it was a real movie. Like oh, people are really excited about Stone Cold, <laughs> and I think it was like an HBO movie too. Like. Maybe it was on on rotation there. It definitely Eric, was. Yeah, I get, if, if it was, I somehow was just never at the TV to watch it because this was my first <laughs> go at it, and this movie's fucking fantastic. I had a blast with this, and I really wish I had this as a kid because I would have been a biker gang guy by now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, you'd be a hard as nails biker. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, w- w- with a with a one word name like vitamin or trouble <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. or tool. <laughs> 
so Steve, yeah, what is the Brian Bosworth deal? So he was a football player. Was it in Seattle for a fashion? Yeah, he, apparently for he, the was Seahawks? A, he was like a hot shit college football player. And I guess like because Oklahoma. he's like, yeah, because he was like yeah. good looking and like he had the nickname the Boz and like had some like on field antics, et cetera. He did go to the NFL for only two or three years, but his shoulder was dog shit. And then like that was it. And then like they were like. He became like a movie star. <laughs> That's yeah, he, well, he also had a like a huge larger than life persona and he literally mm-hmm. called it pressing the boss button when he would get <laughs> on the field. There's this great documentary for anyone who's interested in actually exploring more of him later called uh, Brian and the Boz that ESPN did in like 2014. Oh, it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. He essentially walks you through his football career as if it's like this tragic Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde story. <laughs> and he's like, it all stemmed from the rocky relationship with my dad who pushed me too hard. And I had to become like this self-marketed, branded persona that loved the camera and had a hairstylist and like, you know, wore a shirt that said the NCAA was national communists against athletes. And he was wow. just like, uh, like an yes. absolute... <laughs> Madman alienated all of the people on his team, alienated his coach, eventually got suspended for steroid use and tried to sue yeah. the NFL to like get the oh. you know the the numbers that he wanted. He was just like a crazy dude and he just loved playing to the camera. Well, that's why every time we go go on, I I, I press the sag button. You know what I mean? And it's just <laughs> sure. like fucking look out cuz this is it is. Yeah. Just Press enjoy the, the ride. button, dude. That's what yeah. you're uh, calling jerking off just, these days. <laughs> just to remember, uh, just to remind everybody that there is a J there because they all exactly. forget. It. So <laughs> here's, here's the way you're going to remember. Mm-hmm. I realized, too, I was sort of uh, mashing up this movie with another totally uh, underseen classic, The Taking of Beverly Hills. Yes. With yeah. another oh, dude who was like a pro athlete career ending something something injury and then he's just in that movie and i think that i mean that guy definitely has fewer movies than the boz even got oh this is kind of sure this is a nice little comfortable direct direct to dvd direct to video career here although i i think this was theatrically released there should be more like like athletes today kids out there if you're playing ball right now try to get into some weird scuzzy underground movie making or something (laughs) we need it we do need it because taking beverly hills is also a fun ass time what is kind of wild about this movie is because it's like you know it is just sort of like it was billed as like the buzz is coming on the screen you know what i mean like for whomever would give a shake but it (laughs) is absolutely Lance Henriksen was so game to be in this movie. Like you'd think like, oh, oh I'll yeah. be the bad guy in the athlete fucking movie that no one's going to see. He is so stoked to be in Stone Cold. I, I think he signed before everybody else. I think he <laughs> might have been the first one to sign because he's got that energy. Like he really does. Like he's keyed into this guy from the minute. He's, even more than Bosworth. And I actually, I kind of wish I had seen Bosworth as a kid because I prefer him to Seagal. If I'm being 100 yeah. percent correct, yeah, like, I, I, I guess I way would more agree. energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, as far as I know, the Boz has not had, and I didn't see the H, uh, the documentary on ESPN. But as far as I know, the Boz never had a sex dungeon in his house, <laughs> oh, and well, is that's... no friend of Russia. <laughs> okay, now I don't off. like him anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Boz Bosworth anymore now. But Lance Hendrickson is like really bringing it to your point, and he's I guess he's making it his movie almost. It's that. That tug of war here. 
Well, and speaking of Seagal, uh, William Forsyth is his underling, yes. and William Forsyth the same year as Out for Justice, and he's basically doing like the same kind of sweaty, murderous, yep. like angsty rage kind of a character, but he he gets to fill it with a little bit because I know Seagal uh, cut like 50% of his role as a producer when they were making that film because he was Jesus. outacting him. So here's yep. like William Forsyth just <laughs> yeah. unleashed and getting to like, you know, just, you know, him and Henriksen, they go in a scene together. They are playing this like, you know, they're bringing history and emotion to characters that's not written for them. It's <laughs> the kind of incredible. And romance. Heat <laughs> yes. and romance to these roles. It's unbelievable when they, and I, I got to say, I really prefer this fat, angry, sweaty yep. Forsyth to the cut oh, yeah. we get in like The Rock when he's like he's slimmed down a bit. This is yeah, no just way. phenomenal. This mouth he's got. The words right out of my mouth, Chris. He in the late <laughs> 80s and early 90s, he looked like absolute shit and he was bringing it. Yes. And then he just kind of calmed down, you know? Yeah. I mean, he was he was unhinged in 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 Out for Justice and this. It's 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 beautiful to see him go this like fat diamond no here, you know? <laughs> and uh raising Arizona as well, obviously. Um oh, he's very disgusting in that oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, because Forsyth had the upper hand when you had to look scuzzy because he already kind of looks like a human pig man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, like the wig that he's got, it's disgusting. I mean, the guy is just like oozing sleaze in all the best ways. Is Out for Justice the one where Forsyth pulls the dude out of the car and shoots him yes. in the head? Yeah, yeah. yes. One of the funniest things you'll so ever good. see. By William the way, this is, a, this is a Raising Arizona reunion of sorts because the guy who plays Lance, uh, Sam McMurray, was uh, Glenn in Raising oh, Arizona. Like yeah, the shitty... Right. Uh, neighbor parent guy mm -hmm. i just remember him as the shitty dad from freaks and geeks that's what i always think of him from a little oh, weekend yeah. homework for everybody uh lance henriksen and william forsyth were also in a movie from 1985 a biker action movie called uh savage dawn with george kennedy mm. richard lynch and karen black as well so Wow. Is, is that adapted from the Turner Diaries or, or what? <laughs> a vicious biker gang is intent on destroying a small town in Arizona. A war veteran visiting an old friend a few, and with a few locals with nothing to lose. Go to war with the Viker, the gang's ruthless leader. So yes. I, I love See, these movies set in locate, you know, like Arizona, small this, small like a, a Mississippi. Andrew, I think you were texting about it earlier, earlier today yeah. about how this is like a we you don't see a lot of movies set in places like this. No, you definitely don't. And that's what we were saying. The other Craig R. Baxley film that we've done, I Come in Peace with Dolph Lundgren. Great that's movie. also That's set in like Dallas or some shit. Houston, I think. Oh, Houston. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Houston. And it's just like, all right. Yeah, I get, you know, nothing against the town, Houston, but they're not really like movie towns. They got know? that and sidekicks. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, those big hits. I'm not paid by the movie Savage Dawn. However, William Forsythe's character name <laughs> Is pig iron? Just want to be pig throw that iron. Out. Oh yeah, pig it iron. Is. Pig well, I mean, either we're going to do it or Josh is going to do it. So <laughs> at some point, I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and and I, I'm glad you guys brought up. I come in peace because we've covered that on the show too. Because we did a whole Dolph Lundgren month at one point, <laughs> and it was a wonderful cool. going through like the some of the B sides. Like he did a Russell Mulcahy sniper movie that's almost like a oh. direct-to-video Joseph von Sternberg movie called Silent Trigger. <laughs> Never yep. heard of it before we did it, and I was like blown away. But I come in peace was also a weird one because if I'm correct, is that someone where the alien? He 
he shoots like a wristband that has like yeah, CDs. CDs. Yep. CDs. And yep. they, yeah. there's POV the shots of the CDs like flying around and going into people's throats. Like, it's not just a beautiful, yeah. amazing. I'm definitely due for a rewatch of that because I'm pretty sure that's like one of the first like 20 episodes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to give you an early. idea, this will be episode 630 something. So <laughs> long time away from I Come in Peace, but fantastic film. Now, this movie starts off really great cold open here. We got the Boz. He's just trying to shop at the grocery store. I, I love this, this whole thing. This These guys... My this God. whole outfit robbing a grocery store, yeah. fucking hilarious! Yeah, yeah. Like it's a it's a scene that in any other movie in the history of cinema would take place in a bank, and this is a grocery <laughs> store. And I think it's because the banks we no. couldn't figure out. Yeah, the bank said no. We couldn't figure <laughs> yes. out filming at the bank. This is a, it's a bank robbery scene. Well, they, they, but this we we love doing this though. Cobra starts with a, a market yep. raid. Uh, one of the Seagal ones opens with a market raid. Like we did, like it's the war I mean, on domesticity. Now, the, yes, uh, a maniac yes, sweating I mean, <laughs> and firing a machine gun into Ritz crackers boxes. That's the most evil thing. It's an this guy's got America. a waterfall, a waterfall <laughs> of sweat coming off this guy. He's got the coke sweat of ten coke addicts. It's incredible. I, I just want to say that the Boz probably elevates this to a level it doesn't need to go to. Like, they, I think they might leave when they get the money. Like, yeah, they're shooting a bunch of <laughs> one. The, it starts the guy shoots up a bunch of Ritz crackers, and another guy goes, "I love it," which I love. <laughs> but I, and then they, they, he kind of, sort of takes a, uh, a this girl with the headgear uh, braces on uh, hostage. But I think that's only when the Boz escalates things. I think if they, you know what I mean? Sometimes just let these guys get in and get out and get their fucking crank money and move on. I also I love mean, that, that he doesn't like arrive at the scene as a cop. He's already been suspended for insubordination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he's, pretty he, great. Just by happenstance, he's going for like a late night snack run in this massive black leather duster and the dirty blonde mullet. <laughs> and yeah, he just happens to be in the room just eating a cookie. That when shows people you are. the crime, the exploding <laughs> yeah. crime rates, my lord. By yeah. the way, that, that duster, I love it so much. It's got those giant like uh, shoulder pads. He, yeah. he looks like a, like a vampire from space in this yes. thing. Yes, it's very, it would, it, would, it would fit well in like Outworld. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Kano would be like, oh, cool jacket, dude. Nice. Any yeah, of these guys, we, like you bring chains, Lance Hendrickson to Outworld to fight in Mortal Kombat. I'm like, yeah, I see why he's here. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. You could take on a, a Cyrax very easily. And I don't know if we can properly sell this haircut he's got in this Thank movie you. it's as if he actually skinned a skunk and put it on his head <laughs> like just put like old-fashioned making a hat out of a raccoon type thing it's, but you just skinned an entire <laughs> skunk and put it on it's your two-toned you know the, the, it's a bright blonde shock mohawky kind of thing and the brown sides but the back of it goes in on itself. It doesn't. It's not allowed to flow like a waterfall. It's always like no. coiled like a snake. Well, because right. you have the white, you have to get the white there. That's a second mm -hmm. layer you're getting down there, yes. and I think that makes it so you can't even get much sweat going. Even, I mean, there are a lot of times in this movie where you would think that thing would be just a mop and just drenching shit. But so no, it's it, it, it sounds you're describing like a mullet designed by NASA. Mm -hmm. like yes. You're talking about the fucking like aerodynamics of this mullet. There was an un there had to be a mullet engineer on. I mean, they, yeah. uh, most of the money is on screen. I, I got to say with this one, all the explosions, they really do. They put it on there. And I think a lot of it had to do with this haircut and people just managing it day to day. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it's very important because the, you get a look at this mullet and immediately you are like, oh, I know what this movie is. I know exactly the tone of this movie, possibly even how long the movie's going to be without looking at the timeline. Like, oh, look at that mullet. It's a movie that's under 97 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my favorite quality about even throwing on a Baxley movie sometimes is he was very famous for coming in late to a project and literally just stripping it as much as he could. And and quite famously, actually, Boz even like did a, a Q&A for this where he said that they f- they used four million dollars of their budget before he got on to shoot a bunch of stuff with like a sister and like a family and he had a huge backstory and Craig R. Baxley came in and just literally he's like, yeah, I'm not using any of that footage. We are just starting from scratch. (laughs) And, and the original film I think was supposed to be Bruce Malmuth who did uh, Seagal's hard to kill and Mm. um, Nighthawks with uh, Stallone and uh, Rucker Hauer, which is one of the weirder like crosses between seventies crime actioners and like the more incoherent, (laughs) bigger 80s stuff where like the climax for some reason is Stallone like cross dressing to eliminate yeah. <laughs> Rucker Hauer by the end in like the big shootout. And either way, Bruce Malmuth, I'm not sure exactly why he was fired, but Craig R. Baxley, who was just this like legendary um, a stunt coordinator who worked with Walter Hill and McTiernan. And I think got started directing doing a bunch of episodes of the A-Team. And they, and he was, and yes. also it's worth noting, and you can tell in this film, he was also himself just a stunt driver. Yeah. He loved flipping cars and riding motorcycles. And so when they brought him onto this film, they were like, that's very clearly the stuff that he does well. Let's write a movie around just getting me to all of those sequences. And they did it pretty bless successfully. Them. Yeah, thank yeah, God. Them for I mean, that. If they did the family angle, it would be bogged down. This wouldn't be the monumental legend that it is because it would be like every other action movie. This movie is benefited by not having that. We learn nothing about Joe, AKA John stone, which is inter- an interesting choice, but I think it works. It's more I of a it. Ford fair lane type situation. Like when you go to his home <laughs> life, it's just comical nonsense. Like right. the, have, having pet, having the, the lizard pet and making it the shake of death in the morning. The uh, details are just incoherent. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like whatever, man. Just they're like whatever. that'd be funny. <laughs> what is this life? He's got this this Komodo dragon or whatever, and then he's going to the uh, the supermarket in the middle of the night, and he's suspended from his job again. <laughs> As um, always. By the way, he gets out of this situation just by hucking dudes, like grabbing guys and just flinging them like they would into be the frisbees. And- yeah, it's just like <laughs> launching men into things. And of course, the the detective sets him up. He's like, you're a suspension stone. What are you doing here? And he's like, what do you have to say for yourself this time? Yep. And of course, yep. beat cleanup on aisle four. Boom. Hell yeah. That huge electric then, guitar lick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this guitar kicks in and you are just like ready to rock with this fucking movie. That guitar hits and you're like, oh, this is the kind of movie that like they're watching. You know, it's like the thousand dollar movie on The Simpsons. Like all the bad <laughs> yep. TV action movies that The Simpsons are always watching. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm watching a real life version of that. Yeah, I've always pitched this to people as it almost feels like a fake macho 80s action film that you would invent in a dream after like binging (laughs) them for 24 hours straight. Absolutely. Like it it has the recognizable beats. It's got the signifiers. It's got all the scenes and the moments, but it is missing all of like the story that people try to write into that stuff. Or if it doesn't and it actually, you know, does follow a sort of plot trajectory. 
he combines them and, you know, he rips through stuff really quickly because, like, that guitar lick goes straight into a montage where they show you this gang and you just, it's like a series of impressions. It's insane. It's like you get all the boots and the bandanas yep. and the terrible tattoos, the Confederate flags. They're shooting like beer cans off each other's yes. heads and blowing up cars. Just thing. Yeah. for no reason. And then you get them, I think, for some reason, going to a baptism and point blank shotgunning a priest through stained glass, yes. like full wire pull and everything. This, and you're this like, priest why? Is handing the baby back to the yes. couple that he presumably just baptized this. Yes. And then suddenly there's this biker with a double barreled shotgun pointing at this guy's chest. Where did he come from? What is happening? Exactly. The priest goes out the window and the priest's death, you never know anything about besides that but it's the major plot thing of the movie, kind of. Objection, Your Honor. I need that scene. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I, I, we're having fun here. I like sure. a lead mean movie. Like, what in the world was that? Well, the best thing well, about it, it that is It immediately cuts to the judge, right? And the judge yes, is yeah, like, yeah, yes. he's been sentenced to first-degree murder, I think. I think for, we, 40, <laughs> for 45 years. And my favorite thing is they then they cut to Lance Henriksen, or it, or it might be Will Forsyth, and be like, 45 years, that's bullshit. All he did was <laughs> blow away a priest in a fucking church. Well, to be fair, this movie wants you to fill in the blanks. Use your imagination. Sure, exactly. Chris yeah. And I'll tell you right now, it's a fucking priest, man. It's diddling. If you <laughs> sure. shotgun a priest oh. in the middle of a christening, that guy's a super diddler. So, so maybe <laughs> Chains and all his buddies, Secret they heroes. were on to something. Secret oh, okay. Heroes. So you're, you're a Chain supporter. I didn't know that. Okay. Now chain well, 2024, dude. Yeah, <laughs> okay, dude. Good. You know, God forgives the brotherhood doesn't, you know. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what <laughs> I love is, so that happens. And then immediately after the judge is like 45 years, slam. And then you see this judge on a boat and you're like, well, this isn't going to go well. And 25 years now to start my my peaceful vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and he just explodes. He just explodes. It's great. It's like some dark night shit. It's mm -hmm. fucking hilarious. It's like a little rowboat, too. It's not even like a big. He's just like, like you put like a pound of C4 mm -hmm. on this tiny dinky boat. I'm just <laughs> I'm kind of surprised it didn't sink because of the amount of explosives it must have well, on it. I'll tell you what, dudes, because William Forsythe, he gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to half ass no judge assassination. You got to make sure that dude's dead. Well, dude. You come at a judge, you better make sure he's dead. Well, then we get Sam. So Sam McMurray. Uh, stops the boss after he makes this shake full of fucking like what is it it's orange oh i got it i got the whole thing amazing. oh you do orange juice the smoothie here two snickers potato yeah. chips Ugh. a banana uh -huh. two eggs and including the shell here's the question i had to the boss <laughs> like he puts the blender on and he starts reading a newspaper. At that point, why don't you just put some of the newspaper in the fucking blender, too? Why don't you just eat that or have your stupid little lizard eat it, you weirdo? I mean, I guess he's trying to kill this thing. That's the only way this makes any sense. Right. He's trying. He got the pet as like from an ex-girlfriend. He's like, here's your food, sweetheart, because this is poison to any animal alive. Or he's trying to fucking kill that security deposit for that apartment, dude, because this thing is going to have diarrhea, fucking acid diarrhea all over this apartment once he feeds it and goes out to do his cop shit for it the doesn't, day. It doesn't even want to eat it. No, he, he straight, straight up, he refuses to eat it, and, and he picks him up, and he's like, soup's on, my man. Listen up. You're going to have to eat your grub if you want to be a stud. 
man. Yes, and he is so in a work, we should say he's in a workout outfit. Of course he is. Oh yeah. Uh, this, yeah wait, the lizard? Yeah. Sam McMurray busts him uh out and then he basically they, they he meets up with uh the guy, the dude who plays uh Richard Gant, dude, he's the fucking coroner, and Jason goes to hell. Yes. As well as uh, the uh, the what do you call it substitute in the Don King substitute in Rocky Five. Um, oh, oh yeah, that's wow. right. Yeah, right. That's Daniel's totally career. right. And the guy that says "Don't hope for the credence" in uh, Big that's Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. The cops. But it's oh, great man. because this is an, another dropped line where it's like you know this biker gang is going where uh, in in Mississippi he's in Alabama. Uh, Joe uh, Bosworth is in in Alabama. But in Mississippi, this biker gang is going crazy, and three religious figures have been targeted in three weeks. Question mark, question mark, question mark. I think we know the other two, probably. <laughs> There's a lot of SSs on these guys' outfits Yeah, here. that's true. Yeah, I would like to see them go after a rabbi, and then also just go for a Buddhist monk. You know what I mean? Like, just a Buddhist yeah, yeah, monk. Sure. With it with, with, with a chainsaw. Chains, I can't believe it. I went to go set him on fire, and he self-emulated. He was <laughs> oh, protesting man. our attack. They're putting the mug up in a shower rink and a chainsaw starts yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> I'd like to see this. So what, you're pissed off that it was just three priests? Well, you don't see, you just see the oh, one priest go right through the window. You don't see the, the rest of it. Oh, and that's it. I got it. They I definitely could have included it in the two minute montage of showing their <laughs> massacre. <Yes. laughs> um, but so, yeah, they're basically like, all right, man, like we need you to go undercover and infiltrate this gang. And this is a weird thing where he's like, yeah, you know, the boss is like, I think I'm just going to ride out my three week suspension for, you know, fucking the mayor's wife or whatever happened <laughs> in the previous movie we didn't see. And then these dudes are like, oh, yeah, well, that suspension can go from three weeks to six months without pay because we're the FBI. And you're like, all right. I right, guess fine. so. I guess you really need this dude's help that desperately. Well, we we need the movie to start, Andrew. The the movie is just like <laughs> it's, it's just twiddling its fingers. We have to start, and we have to get to the Brotherhood. And I have to say, one thing I like about the Brotherhood is that we're always talking about the other chapters. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it right. is an actual like it is run like a kind of a business. Like he's like, I got to talk to my Pensacola guy later today, and he's gonna like run the drugs over into like Alabama. I, I just like it also is weird that Chains Cooper, Lance Henriksen's character, he is such like a like it's he's murderous, of course, and he's a psychopath. But like he's also like kind of all about good vibes, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, he wants his guys to be having a good time. That's biker I suppose life, that's dude. That's yeah, biker yeah, life. He's dripped out in his apartment. He is mm-hmm. zen. <laughs> that apartment his like, I mean, it, it, it's weird because it's an apartment kind of, but it's just like a part of the hideout which is gross because it's a biker hideout but his little area very nicely decorated there's a fucking record collection there's a bunch of cool lamps and whatnot he has to get up there by climbing a rope like that's (laughs) the only way up yep 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 he does that's the way you get in and out that's how that's how you keep a physique you know what that's how he does it at one point Forsyth has to like talk to him about something he's like i don't know about this new uh recruit or whatever and like he's sort of Nazi meditating, I guess that's what I would call it. Just because there's so much like hate in the room, but he's like, "You're killing my vibes, dude." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> what vibe are we going for?" I'm recharging my anti-Semitic chakra, dude. Can you give me a minute? Can you just, uh, you know what? You're really bumming me out. I'm trying to rewatch Triumph of the Will for the 78th time, and I'm just trying to get in my my zone here. So could you please? 
Uh, hey, speaking of uh, keeping in shape, 6.02 a.m., Sam McMurray rolls up on the Boz's apartment, oh and the Boz is in this fucking uh, skimpy little black banana hammock. Look out below with this mm. shit. Didn't didn't expect this to be on screen. Mm-mm-mm. He's looking very good, I got to say. And, of course, we, we get our first flash of what is some quite gratuitous nudity. Sweet oh, yes. Jesus. Yeah, uh, naked lady in the bed, and he, he turns to the FBI guy and is like, you ever see one of those before? <laughs> <laughs> not, not that kind of model. <laughs> not as well made, which is yeah, like. Yeah, as well made, yeah. That's right. Um, he also so, really loves yep. to just like explain basic <laughs> concepts to these FBI agents. Like I love, the, and I mean he has to because obviously they're beta schmucks in comparison. Oh to him. yeah. And <laughs> yeah. there's this great part where he they literally are like, so when it comes to like taking down a biker gang, so we're we're gonna like have an agent. He's gonna infiltrate. He's gonna get a witness. He's gonna do a sting. And they and then he goes, yeah, we they they're not taking a prospect though. And they're like, what's a prospect? <laughs> <laughs> they are really. Really stupid FBI agents, yeah. like, like it very is, yeah. noticeably dumb. <laughs> yeah. Hey FBI, uh, what, you know what FBI agents? I uh, I think what we're gonna have to do is uh, put me undercover. Undercover? What's that? <laughs> What's, this is uh, it's when you uh, pretend to be somebody else, but uh, for real. Uh, Still, you, you might How and you, you might think that Chris is joking, but there's literally a part where he takes him to the biker tit for tat strip yep. club, and he explains the concept of a strip club. Yes, he literally <laughs> goes, "Yeah, so the truckers come here, and uh, they, they look like at naked, naked ladies." ladies. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's trying to explain like the crank operation that's sure. happening, right? Because there's there's a moment in there where some guys grabbing the girls because one of the strippers sold them bad drugs of some kind. I guess crank. So yeah, and, and then this is this is where Bosworth helps with the bar battle to start get him getting him into this biker group. I right. I, I'm gonna just make a guess, and I'll never know this because Forsyth guarantee he doesn't remember it. I think the uh, he looks like a grown up version of Bam Bam is absolutely a William Forsyth ad lib. I would just you know what I you mean. Think and he, so he just starts calling him Bam Bam too, which is kind of. It great. also looks like it hurts his feelings for real. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's not the first time this character has heard that about himself, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Fuck the Bam Bam stuff again." <gasps> Thought I shook that shit back at the surf club or whatever this guy does for fun. Um, It'd be funny if he just kept on trying to give him a club. Like just like <laughs> bottom different kinds of clubs is like, here you go, bam. Um, and now, you know, a job's a job, obviously. And if the gig pays, sure. But man, you know what's kind of weird about this scene? Being part of the live band that's playing the strip club. Mm-hmm. Eek. Yeah. <laughs> Tough eek. One. That is a fucking lowly gig, man. And it doesn't have like the the sheen of a, a killing of a Chinese bookie type show either. It's, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's much more grungier, not. just a little like grungy metal band. It sounds like like you. I feel like you could get away with that in the seventies. You know, it's just like yeah, it's sure. like a it's like a, you know an adult review show or mm-hmm. something like that. But this is like. Somebody get a fucking CD player. It's 1991. You don't need these dudes playing at the strip club. Also, they're taking up room on the stage. Yep. There's all these ladies everywhere trying to dance. You got fucking Donald Duck Dunn smoking a pipe playing the bass in the background. <laughs> you think goes there for live music only. Like, they're just yeah. like not looking at the girls. <laughs> well, the that's, house no, band's that's, great. That's the cover. You got to be like, oh, no, uh, four chains are playing tonight, sweetheart. I'm just going up the road. Where That's you go, just a great up the point. road. Just four chains are playing. They're great. Great point. Yeah. And no, I don't want to see the, the naked ladies. I want to <laughs> see the, 
You know, I'm into metal now. I'm just I'm just going for the music and the low quality crank. That's it. <laughs> I swear to God. I do love that the idea that you these guys come in and they try and return it. Like basically like, <laughs> yeah, like you totally. go to the gap with like jeans that don't fit. They're like, um, these drugs weren't exactly what we were looking for. I'd like my money back, please. Oh, what was the problem? Were they too short or too long? Or did you just you didn't like the design of the drugs? <laughs> Wouldn't I every like drug? This. Wouldn't every drug addict be doing this? Like this didn't get me high enough. <laughs> I br- take it back. This is why you need someone like William Forsyth or the Boz in your crew to crack your skull open if you dare talk about returning anything. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Which, which I love that Baxley starts with a POV shot between a dude's legs as he's about to get rocked so oh hard in the God. nuts, like you've never Dude, seen. Oh. <laughs> this kick to the fucking balls is like. It's like Gorgeous. a dude in the NFL who knows that this field goal is going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. He is yeah. kicking this fucking dude in the nuts like it is going through the uprights, man. And I am here the for The only it. thing that's missing is, is him coughing them up. Yeah. <laughs> or at least fucking vomiting. We're he, also he in- flies like Yoon Woon Ping was fucking doing this thing. <laughs> like he just goes up. Like I fucking, I, I was like, okay, now I love this movie. Now we're in. Now I'm locked in. We're also introduced to, unfortunately, who I would be in the biker gang, the low-level dude, Gut, who is... Oh, Gut, you'd <laughs> we be Gut, definitely. He's, he's watching... The moral more... conscience of the Nazi biker gang, <laughs> Exactly. We'll yeah. like, this is... I'm just here for the crank and the booze and the ladies. Yeah. Can we, and the good times. Can we cool with the racism, guys? Uh, but like, <laughs> hey, man, I'm not here to kill any cops or nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to make hate speech with my buddies. <laughs> Gut is, yeah, Gut is a, an interesting character study. Did you guys see uh, there's there's a biker called Tool? Mm-hmm. You guys recognize this guy? No. Um, Tony Pierce. Oh, he looks familiar already. He's one of Rick Moranis' friends in Big Bully. Yes. Okay. When he goes back to the hometown, he's a guy that drives like the fire I do, truck. I knew it. I knew it was something. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's- oh, wait a second. That guy, the guy who later in this movie gets fucking totally jacked up by a yes. casually tossed grenade. Yep. Exactly. That is him. Yes. Oh, I thought he looked familiar. But you know what, Eric? He didn't have an IMDb picture. And I was like, don't have time for this. <laughs> What's funny, I recognized him instantly because I was like, this guy. He's, there's no one's this thin and red haired. It must be the same guy. And it was. Uh, so, um, you know, because he's sort of saved William Forsythe here in the moment, whatever. Gut invites uh, Boz here, Mr. Stone, to the Brotherhood compound or Brotherhood rally. Yeah, he just or whatever. makes that good of an impression. All of them are standing around doing the Seagal movie isms of like, damn. Whoa! <laughs> Look at that! Look how big he is! Look at him hurl that man over the bar and just smash the entire bar up. So he gets invited to the homoerotic uh, meetup where they all drag race and like rock sleeveless muscle shirts and just like pick each other up. Yep. For you know, not even well, rest- there is a there is a rest a beach wrestling pit, but yep. not even at yeah. the beach wrestling pit. They just love like grabbing each other. Mm-hmm. Well, because this is like biker gang. Olympics, right? Because you had <laughs> yes. can shoot. Oh, yeah. yes. You had man toss. Yep. You had <laughs> man drag, yep. which yes. is it's not dudes in drag, which, you know, would be a fair assumption. No, no, it is two dudes holding onto ropes being pulled on the back of a truck. And who can hold on the longest is the winner. <laughs> Good Lord. You, you are also missing the all important car shoot. 
Uh, mm-hmm. It's, yes, it's yeah. one, one of the great uh, experiments. They, they just blow up a car right. that I assume they were going to use for something at some point. <laughs> These dudes remind me of speaking of uh, crazy bikers having fun on the beach. All the fucking crazy whack jobs in uh, Mad Max. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, in yeah. the first Mad Max where they're just all farting around on the beach and shooting each other in the water and whatnot. <laughs> yes. To, to uh, Josh's point about how Baxley strips this down, uh, Stone Cold gets off his motorcycle and just starts walking towards this pit fight situation without anyone being like, oh, that's Roscoe. He's the toughest pit fighter or like. Whoever yep. wins against Roscoe gets the boss's favorite. He just kind of just gets off the motorcycle, guts like, oh, hey, man. And then he just gets in and starts fighting this guy. <laughs> yeah. He literally takes his shirt off yep. like while still walking over there. And they're like, yeah, I guess it's his turn now. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's a sign up for him, I guess. It's kind of like this is a video game and you're playing through and you're like, oh, I already fucking got killed in this part. So, yeah, I'm going to press X to skip the cutscene and just get back to the fighting. Yes. Again. Exactly. I appreciate this is economic storytelling and it is by the time you get to the end of this folks you wouldn't believe the kill count it's just extraordinary gut is really like the one who's like telling him like i have never seen somebody so uh just happy to be usurped like (laughs) he's just like please boz please just beat the shit out of this guy and let me watch it and then be my friend please i can't wait for us to be friends during this beach fight um chains played by the great lance henriksen is watching everything. And it was so funny because, again, like I said, earlier today, first time I watched the film ever, I knew Lance Henriksen was in it. Of course, Chris's great um, teaser from last week's episode, right? You've liked Lance Henriksen. You were going to love Lance Henriksen in this movie. So I'm waiting for Henriksen, and I did not recognize him as this character for (laughs) a second. Because he looks... It's it's how Lance Henriksen has never looked to me in a movie before. disappears in the role. He does. He's got this like long stringy hair and yeah, he's unsettling. Glasses. For sure. yeah. It yeah, looks it, like fucking Gary Oldman and Dracula with those things. If, <laughs> if Walter Hill had made Pirates of the Caribbean in the early 90s, this is your Jack Sparrow right here. This, oh, this guy, he's looking fantastic. Ooh. He's very I, leathery. I, I, he's also his voice. I don't know if it's a thing where he's putting on a voice for the character or this is before he switched to Marb Lights, but like he is just like, oh, oh, oh. like every voice, everything that comes out of him is like, oh, it's been a long night. Oh, man. Oh. He, he also looks like he's constantly telling a joke, despite how tough and scary yep. he obviously is trying to come off. And, you know, he's like, man, I'm so impressed with your knuckle sandwiches and your attitude. And he's like putting on like a big smile while he's saying it. Because that's, you know, that's what bikers like, you know, mm-hmm. they're yeah. scary, but they appreciate a nice knuckle sandwich when they see it. Because he, yeah, yeah uh, man, if, if, like, like the, that wrestling match, I love that it stops being wrestling about halfway through because they're just two guys in jeans, nothing but jeans in the <laughs> yep. sand. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they stop wrestling and they just start slugging each other back and forth until the boss straight up uppercuts the dude so hard. That he backflips. Mm, yep, yep. <laughs> and, and and that is the Baxley touch because he comes obviously from the stunt background and he could clearly get his stunt artists to do whatever they wanted. But every single moment, and this is one of my favorite qualities, he, he it's dynamic and practical and huge, whether it yep. makes sense or not. Like even that opening <laughs> grocery store bit, there's a part where I think he tricks a guy by throwing a can of spinach at him and then he slides on just some like spilled liquid on the floor. And the slide is like, 
the dude was going 100 miles an hour and he got rug pulled at the last minute. Like that's how huge yeah. the like slip that he does. And Baxley just loves that. And and obviously it makes such an incredible thing to watch that every moment makes no physical sense, but a real stunt guy is about to fly yeah, somewhere. It's a cartoon with real meat at stake here. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, thank you for pointing out that slip because I, I did have it in my notes. It's a weird... He tosses a can of some sort of green vegetable as a just like a noise distraction. And then the guy like fires or whatever, but then he runs another way. And this dude, there's just like spilled cooking oil in the sure. aisle. And that's yeah. what he slips on and launches into this amazing tower of Coca-Cola classic cans. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, that guy eats shit. It's incredible. Oh man. After, oh, the, my God. after after the wrestling match, uh right. Bosworth comes back. I guess he, he comes in, in a van. And like Lance Henriksen and his lady friend are just going through it. And it just seems like the start of a gross threesome, like a really like this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, but it's even worse because he's like, hey, man, you could use my lady. It's Nancy. This is Arab, uh, Arabella Holtzbug, uh, who's kind of like the lead uh, female in the in the film who has like nine yep. lines of dialogue. She's the only biker who doesn't get a sick name. She's just Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's weird. And it's just like, yeah. hey, man, you could just uh, use Nancy every one. <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. And it's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> No, I, I left the keys in her, so I go have fun. <laughs> now, l- listen to me. You can trust me. My name is Chains, by the way. And uh, here, here is my associate Mudbird, who has been uh, picking through your stuff. I'll also, yeah, have the, sex with my girlfriend, please. The focus <laughs> on the like the social hierarchy of the it's biker gang. Like, a lot of this movie is, like, actually showing you how yeah. this works, how the women make their way up mm-hmm. or don't. Like, you know, either you're... You're you're a top girl, or you're just the woman who's playing pool, whose tits just pop out yep. into the camera at, at <laughs> oh, one yeah. random point, mm-hmm. or mean, you're taking a shower next to the Nazi flags outside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. the weirdest thing. That fucking outside <laughs> shower just in the middle of this shanty town for well, the SS d- dude, biker gang. It's Mississippi. It's you know it's hot down there. You gotta take a shower sometimes. <laughs> so I mean, oh, these dudes true. are basically living in like a spawn ranch kind of yeah. situation somewhere. Yeah, at, they have and they have some uh, ice has two ladies so they have some like mormon type thing going on in here they they're, they're mm-hmm. allowed yep. to take mm-hmm. multiple and trade as they will uh just to talk yeah, about the, uh, it's, the hierarchy it's not really mormons dude i think i think the mormons stole it from bikers <laughs> oh, i think you're right <laughs> the bikers definitely came true. first they were on like the unicycle or whatever Gosh. And they went yeah. out west, and then the Mormons were and like, "Wow, they got a pretty." The Mormons nice. appropriated. That's what happened <laughs> yes, there. Exactly. For sure. And God and God said to make crank and and, and proliferate <laughs> across the country. By the way, see us the- in Salt Lake City this November. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Come to Bill's uh, life. <laughs> wild thing here, and this is where like we're doing some quick work to be like. Uh, our dude here at the Boz is playing a guy who has values because, like, Lance Henriksen is just like, yeah, have a good time with my old lady. <laughs> and closes the door. And then this lady's, like, ready to fucking, you know, get down on the Boz. And he goes, unlike your old man, I know that a pretty lady isn't something you give away. Mm. And you're just like, oh, he's got honor under that mm. mullet. Got it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> That's what's holding um, it up. There's a not even a subplot. These plot of the movie is this guy, uh, uh, Whip, uh, Governor Whipperton, Whipperton is going is upset that the forty-five year sentence on the guy that killed the Baptist minister was too light, and yep. wants to appeal that sentence as the DA 
to get a uh, a death penalty. Uh, Whilst uh, running for governor, yeah. dude, it's a yes. campaign promise. <laughs> I'm going to get this <laughs> priest killer executed. Uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> we're, we're, the priest killer has a name, okay? It's Trouble Owens. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, amazing. That, that is the guy. So actually, question about Trouble Owens, Chris Cabin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is he like... Because they are breaking their fucking back trying to get this dude out of prison, right? Sure, this yeah, whole yeah. D-Day mission, the whole thing is to get this dude, you know, out of jail and whatever. Is he, like, the number one guy he, and Chains has just risen to the occasion I don't after know if, the arrest? Oh, I don't know if it's back. that. It, it might be. <laughs> yeah. it, I feel like it has to be. At the very least... He's like the Willie Nelson to his James Khan and Thief. Mm. Like he's oh, the it. guy oh, that like he, okay. he needs to do it because they have this connection. You know, they just they started this Nazi SS shit together and they want to finish it together. And they're very they're very imp- uh-huh. they're, they're, they have a lot of pride about that. Andrew. That's beautiful, so if, Chris. If the movie has a clock, it is that. Um, yes. The next day, the buzz goes over and like. There's ways to impress a biker gang without getting shot in the chest. And I think <laughs> not, I think giving somebody like like Chains a uh, bulletproof vest is really just asking for trouble. It is. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it's and he's already being suspected of yes. like <laughs> possibly being an infiltrator. And they're like, so you showed up with a government issue, like bulletproof vest. That's what you brought here. Which, by the way, another <laughs> sort of Baxley-ism thing in here briefly. I, I can't believe, and this is the thing that elevates this movie on a moment-to-moment basis, because we've talked about how economical and how it moves, but there's a shot in here that always floors me every time I watch it, because there's no reason for him to have to do this shot. It's like a needlessly complicated, like, Jackie Chan kind of thing, where just straight up, they introduce Boz walking in to give Henriksen this gift, and he walks in, and to show Henriksen entering the room, they have the shot of this dude throwing a knife yep. into a photo of an ass crack that is <laughs> yep. next to the door Henriksen's about to walk through. And the camera literally whip pans from the boss and this guy throwing the knife over to the knife, hitting the ass crack photo <laughs> and still wobbling back and forth as Henriksen comes through the door right beside that knife, like just a few inches away from where it was thrown. And it's like... A, such a complicated, like, seven-second shot for no reason and dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. Henriksen's having a knife thrown at him. <laughs> and, yeah, and, like, that's that's how you get this moment of Henriksen walking into the room. And then, yeah, putting the bulletproof vest on him and having a huge, gleeful, maniacal smile <laughs> while he just shoots him in the chest. And once again, the boss is a big guy. He flies across the room <laughs> yeah. onto a pool table. <laughs> no gravity in this world. They, they just yeah. took it out. It's the great. thing with, it's great. with the knife in the ass crack photo that's great too is Henriksen's reaction, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like he walks in and this dude does this, like one of his fellow bikers does this, and he's like, Yep. Doesn't have to he's not like, What the fuck are you doing? That's crazy. You just threw a fucking hunting knife at me. Yep. Nothing. It's like, oh, that's fun. They're respectful. They shoot the bullets and the beer cans off each other's heads outside. They throw knives at each other's inside you know yeah (laughs) there's some rules this whole this whole bulletproof vest thing reminded me of this fucking great doc that's coming out um called second chance has anyone heard of this Mm -mm. no it's about this guy richard davis who basically like invented what we know is like the modern bulletproof vest 
And the way that he fucking tested it was just this dude would just repeatedly shoot himself in the chest. Oh wow! I was I thought you were gonna say that he was it's gonna wild. I thought you were gonna say like he put a bunch of vests on some dogs and threw them in the backyard and started going wild on him. No, he shot himself in the chest nearly two hundred times. Wow, that's great. It's fucking crazy. I saw it at Sundance or South by or something. Hmm. Um, second chance. Think about how many inventors die every year trying to invent something. You know, there's got to be a lot, <laughs> yes. including the bulletproof mask, which never took off. Somehow, <laughs> I don't know how. You know what? We should. Hey, Tesla, look into that one. <laughs> yeah. Test that out. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah he, he, he gets. I'm so he shooting gets, myself in the face. <laughs> Sorry. No, so he gets the vest and like, yeah, I mean, the, the, the idea is like, of how are you doing this? And the, the answer is Boz is just that good that he yep. can he can yeah. convince him that he's got this government issue stuff. And I mean, he's going to uh, uh, pay it off by getting this P2P, which I, I, I don't even know what that is. It's literally like a made-up drug. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. I think it's supposed <laughs> to be close to PCP is my guess. Mm, okay, you know? Because yeah, yeah. they do, those truckers do say crank. So I guess yeah. we couldn't license uh, PCP. <laughs> what was, oh, what was the it. drug on uh, 90210 again? Uh, euphoria. euphoria. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those. It's a fake drug. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. I mean, so yeah, Boz gets shot. Uh, and that, of course, makes him uh, uh, ready. But he also to be proves that he's got balls of steel. Yes, and Henriksen gets to deliver, in my opinion, yes, the line of the film, the line that summarizes the film, the line that summarizes what <laughs> Baxley said when he started shooting this, which is this is either going to be the biggest pork chop I ever ate or my bulldozer. <laughs> because Ice, William Forsythe, yeah. thinks that he's a cop. And he's right. He's like straight up. This guy's giving me cop vibes. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And, you know, regardless, Henriksen is like, this man is big. He's mean. And either I'm going to eat him or I'm going to use him. (laughs) And I do think he would eat him alive. This character is a cannibal. A thousand percent. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think they were taught. I I think Trouble Owens probably got him into it originally. You know, you you eat a couple of teenagers you find on the road. You know, you do the thing. We definitely need at least one more movie besides Dead Man where Lance Hendrickson's eating a guy's entire arm like it's barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) So Stone gets an assignment from Mm -hmm. Chains. He's like, all right, like it's your fealty test to the, you know, to get in the biker gang or whatever. Uh, You got to go check out this dude who uh, is slinging like on our territory. You got to go see what that dude's up to. And we get this fucking like hysterical Brian Bosworth just on a motorcycle. Mm. You get to watch this man's commute because this <laughs> you are just there's like 25 to 30 seconds of this dude just riding a motorcycle to meet yep. up with this drug dealer and see what's going on. Like a completely unnecessary. Sunset, glam rock, mm-hmm. all oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. This rock and roll they got here. And he goes from having the biker gear. He's driving to this club and he's got like demolition man wardrobe yes, on when he walks in. Yeah. It's this high collar with this weird connector. I, it, yep. It's absolutely atrocious. It's a sex and, priest. It's a sex priest. Yeah, it's like leather. Leather. That's about right. About right. About yeah. to use those three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> but I love like he's uh, complimenting this dude. Like on his dancing, like at the bar, like he spies this dude in the dance floor. Guy is admittedly totally cut in a rug, no doubt sure. about it. Oh, yeah. And then Bosworth is like, hey, man, you uh, do a good job on the dancing stuff. Yeah, you're a good 
rug cutter and whatnot. And this dude's like, oh, yeah, you're definitely not a cop. Yeah, I'll, I'll continue talking to you. Hello, nice friend, nice stranger who's just talking to me like this. Seriously. <laughs> but I love how Baxley just skips over this stuff because it is just straight up like, yeah, he's got to do his mission. He's got to go eliminate this guy for him. And it just turns into this montage where he like throws him into the interrogation room. They take a cadaver's yep. ear and oh, they, yeah. they, they replicate his tattoo so that it could look like he ripped his ear off and with the earring in it and everything and take it back to Henriksen. And then they also show him putting that guy on a plane and being like, get out of the country. Yes, like yeah. we could have, you know, we were, you were meant for dead. Now you're alive. Get out of here. That kind of deal. But all of that happens in like 30 seconds. So fast. And that shows you that the government should just, well, I don't know. Maybe they, this guy comes back. It's kind of a, you know, twist should have killed him. Sure, I sure. should have actually I, murdered him for this. Dropped him from assignment. the plane over the ocean, dude. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. we've like, done it all the time. No shay. It's fine. That cadaverous <laughs> ear. You better hope that stays a John Doe, by the way, because like the next day, someone's like, "Oh, I, that guy who died in the park last week was my dad." Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, your dad's <laughs> ear fell off while he <laughs> fell down in the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and they love just fucking bodies up. Like, they yep. show you this, like, disgusting, rotted ear. They show you when that guy takes the grenade, he's charred up in the oh, hospital. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. is just an image at one point of William Forsythe who's getting, like, a bike, a biker Valhalla funeral, oh, and man. he is just on fire, oh, corpsified, yep. uh, like, it's at awesome. the top. It's, it's totally disgusting. fucking awesome. I love the glee with which the tattoo artist mm -hmm. is doing this ear because like <laughs> the guy's just like sitting at a table he's tattooed it's basically the dude's whole ear had like a like spider, spider web, web design yeah. in it yeah. and they cut to this guy and he's just like hey, well, I never tattooed a corpse before <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny he's just tired of devils and hearts he's been doing and devils and he had to have the hearts. most complicated ear tattoo yeah. someone could have had mm -hmm. <laughs> spider web uh, so, yeah, this dude gets deported or whatever, but he makes Henriksen think that he's fucking killed this guy for, you know, uh, getting in on the territory or whatever. Um, but then so it's a thing where it's like, we got to go around. I'm going to send you out. We got to collect. There's a see you see how they, you know, collect like protection money or drug money or whatever. And this is where the guy is. So you realize there's a thing going on here where the bikers are wrapped up in the mafia. And I need more biker v mafia movies, by the way, because oh, yeah. amazing oh, yeah. combination of adversaries. Totally. And the mafia is driving down the road and they're like, oh, look at this fucking son of a bitch. I recognize that redhead son of a bitch anywhere. That guy's one of the bikers. He's one of the brotherhood. And this guy casually just flicks this grenade out a car window. Joey, Joey, get my get my grenade. Joey, Joey, what's my grenade? <laughs> get my vine of grenades. He's just plucking them off. Like, here we go. The tenth, here we go. The tenth stunt guy in the movie to go through a plate of glass. Yes. <laughs> yep. Man, and it's so awesome. Look at back then in the day, you know, the Italian mafia or whatever here moving in on Mississippi. And they can barely oh, yeah. keep Staten Island these days. It's really I know, sad. It's really fucking sad. These are definitely the most ambitious bikers that have ever been depicted in a film in yep. terms of like how they're getting into nationwide drugs. They're getting into religious figure murder, political <laughs> murder, mm -hmm. and right, yeah. th with the mafia. And there's one other thing that they're getting into, too, that I can't even remember. But there's more. Oh, contract hits as well. Yes, like, it's yeah. just the, they're great. I mean, they are Heroes, pretty much. Really. <laughs> you're pretty much making like a Hell's Angels movie without saying Hell's Angels. Then you're going to fucking dust up some trouble. Don't even worry about it. But like the Hell's <laughs> Angels are like a national 
club on the scale. And we, you know, they're doing work for the fucking yeah, Rolling Stones. Or in the press tour tried to get the boss to say Hell's Angels and he wouldn't say it. <laughs> That's my <laughs> move, dude. And now, by move. the way, now that we've said it, just want to thank them for their service. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I think Good you guys people. are doing a great job. Wonderful the mafia people. and the bikers. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We're pro, we pro both. both. We don't want to be. I'm not pro, I don't know about pro biker. I'm not so pro <laughs> we, Well, we don't. Oh, want, okay. Okay. Well, we'll let him know that. Go to Steve's yes. house, not mine. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what, dude? The end of this movie is pretty much January 6th if they got their shit together. All right. Yes. So that's kind of more successful. <laughs> Yes. Well, you want to you listen. You want to attack the Mississippi State Capitol? No problem. You know, <laughs> Washington DC is a little more, more, more shit there. A little more corridors. So, so, th- so, just so we're clear, that's for Hell's Angels are cool, and one yep. Hell's Angels suck from Steve. Yep. I'm that's saying Steve yep. is, is very specifically Hell's Angels suck. I think everyone's pretty great, especially those engaged in criminal enterprise. And yeah, I think absolutely. you guys are doing a great job. And I say, go for it. You know. You know what? I think Gimme Shelter was biased. That's what I think. I think <laughs> that was bit. that was a con job right there is what a was happening. Bit. I um, love uh, the uh, the whole gang visiting fucking Tool in the hospital. And like Lance <laughs> Henriksen and Forsyth, they're just like shoving doctors all over the they're place. They're forcing it's great. this woman also. Now, you know, I guess the women don't get fun biker nicknames. Marie is being forced upon Tool of like, you're going to take care of him. And it's like, let the guy fucking sleep, you know? Yeah. Maybe his Dude, dick's not going to get die. hard. Yeah, yeah, he's got morphine. He's begging, he's begging Lance Henriksen to murder him. He's like, I I know that I look worse than the Joker. Please fucking kill me. <laughs> no, no, you're gonna, your dick sucked if you like it or not. I, uh, <laughs> that's a thing. I think they probably did offer the girls names and they were like, no, thank, I, 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 I'm fine with Rebecca. I don't need to be called hole or mouth. I don't. Yeah. Those are not good. I, yeah. I really, don't worry about it, Tool. Once you get out of the hospital, Queef here is going to take yeah. care of you to the it, end of the day. You name me Mud Flap after anal, okay? <laughs> I will also say these guys, these bikers, our, our friends here, have a much better system than flowers and or a card. They've got a, a Domino's pizza and a bottle yep. of Jack Daniels. Yep. yep. The next time in the, I'm in the hospital, which will probably be very soon, that is the gift. Okay? <laughs> After the Hell's Angels knocks on your fucking door, dude. <laughs> Can't believe you just signed your own death sentence. They immediately look under the blanket and go, look, man, it could be worse. Your dick could not be working right now, but we're <laughs> yep. looking at it yep. and it looks awesome. And it's also worth noting Henriksen, he he does his first wardrobe change in this scene to a chain mail crop top mm-hmm. yes. and Ooh. jeans underneath the leather chaps. Yeah. Let it. me tell you, with this chain mail crop top, if this motherfucker teaches himself how to play saxophone, he could be going around doing Lost Boys cosplay. Oh, 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 <laughs> this absolutely. fucking chainmail shirt. Oh, dude, he's, you're just looking like Timmy. What's his face? He's looking like an extra in a Soundgarden video. It's just like <laughs> the most delicious thing I've, that this chainmail yeah. he's got. I might steal uh, this look. It's it's not bad, and like, he, but they uh, of course they have to keep on belittling. Him. Like he has a, he might not even have a hand anymore underneath yes. it all. And they're like, I <laughs> got a big Q-tip there, buddy. <laughs> no hand, oh, Mister No. Yeah, hand. that's a supremely fucked up thing. And this dude's like, thanks, Lance Henriksen. That is really funny, but also I can't jerk off or drive anymore. <laughs> yeah, and like he is like seriously fucked up in terms of the makeup work, and everyone's yeah. cracking jokes until it's worth noting. Gut tries to crack a joke, and he goes, look 
man, I'll play my nice harmonica tunes for you. And immediately all the jokes stop. Henriksen turns around and goes, take that fucking harmonica down to the parking lot, man. Nobody, nobody wants to hear your fucking harmonica. <laughs> and Whipperton in, uh, in, in, on the TV, uh, again, very economical, a lot going on in this scene. Whipperton comes on the TV and is like, by the way, I'm instituting the National Guard to a checkpoints. We're going to get rid of this biker gang. And at this point, which is a scene I do want, um, uh, but all, the reveal is nice. Uh, Ice William Forsyth goes to get the guy that killed that got uh, that got Tool. Tool, um, yeah. But then there's a scene basically uh, where um, uh, Chains gives the mafia a present, which is a motorcycle helmet. You're like, well, that's nice. Uh oh, open it. It's your friend. And he's got like funny, like <laughs> scared face. eyes, which I love. <laughs> yep. It's pretty that, awesome. It is. That's part of the economy I love about it because it is like this thing where they 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 go and they find the devastated dude in the hospital. It connects to the TV where things are being yep. motivated there. And he just combines scenes everywhere that he can. And he does the same thing here where they're, he's like, we need to get revenge on the Italians, but we also need to move forward the drug deal sting operation plot yep. line at the same time. So they literally go there, show the, the decapitated head in the helmet, and then go, by the way, we're making a deal with you now. Yep. <laughs> and they yep. just do it in the same scene. <laughs> and the whole thing is, yeah, there's this truck of uh, fake PCP coming in. And yeah, we're going to team up with the mafia. It's going to be this massive buy, yada, yada, yada. And the whole thing, of course, being orchestrated by the Boz, because he's the one who's saying, like, I know that this truck's coming through. It's my connection or whatever. It's my deal. So then I love the part where he's talking to the FBI. And he's like, yeah, I need like 30 barrels of pure PCP uh, by this weekend. Well, the, you know, the government has it, dude. They're the ones making oh, yeah. it. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. At one point, um, there is yep. a part where Sam McMurray pulls him aside and says, look, we've got them on collection. We've got them on racketeering. We can put this biker gang away. And Brian Bosworth very clearly is like, that's flimsy. Remember that when the capital is destroyed and 70 people are dead. This all could have been prevented, well, Mr. Bosworth. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Like even if you even if you get like Hendrickson for five years, like that is enough that would save this dude Whipperton's life. But his whole thing, dude, sure. and, and and I agree with you. I think, you know, Mr. Stone here, the boss is getting a little greedy. He's yes. flying a little too close to the sun and whatnot, because he's telling the dude from uh, Jason Goes to Hell, he's like, hey, man, not only can we get Lance Hendrickson the Brotherhood, we can get the fucking mafia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry. What a bust that is taking down this nationwide biker syndicate and, you know, your vague Italian mafia situation here. Eyes are too big for your stomach, man. Mm -hmm. The mafia can wait for another day. Yes. In yes. fact, let them go. Yes, it's, there is no such thing as a four quadrant hit. You know, you can't do everything. No, it's right. just too much. You're you're trying too much here, buddy. Uh, well, he has the most biker gang related arrests in all of Alabama, so I think you guys are being a little critical. Okay, that's right. <laughs> I love what the fuck is Lance Hendrickson doing here? It's a totally maniacal moment, but it means like nothing really. He's watching yes another like Whipperton press conference, which I love. Like oh, this even when in the hospital, he's like, "Hey, Tool, I know that you're really banged up, man. Do you mind if I turn on the TV to see if there's any <laughs> developments in the movie? I just want to get real angry yeah. and look at the TV for a while." Does this thing get a local politics on it 
I want to break your TV in your room when you have no fucking face. Like, you know, I was going to watch Cheers in a minute, dude. Do you mind? I do like that fucking Whipperton. Like, part of the thing about him getting shot is like, there is no uh, effort made by Baxley or a- anybody really to make Whipperton like seem like he's he's like a hero. Like, mm, you no. kind of are okay when he no. gets shot, when he bl- get blo- gets blown away. You view him as, like, an asshole or whatever. Because of 45 years in prison, that is a death sentence. Like, who gives a shit? But And yeah. then it's like, oh, you know, if the, and then the same thing is, like, if the bikers kill Whipperton, does it fucking matter? There's going to be five no. more guys lining up with the exact same politics to take his job. I, I right. think that's probably the attitude the movie has. And they're also just like... Also, that's not real justice. Real justice is the boss like allowing a, about 150 people to go up in 24 hours. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to lose how amazing it is that um, Henriksen is doing either video editing or something uh, with this thing. He's like, I, got no I idea. will sentence him to death. Sentence him to death. He's rewinding. Death. 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 You know, things are getting stressful at work when you were just really like OCD rewinding something and mm-hmm. just laughing maniacally at the television. <laughs> yeah. Like you need a vacation chains. You need a vacation. <laughs> That's how dude. I was watching well, this movie. See, this is, this is why he needs his, uh, his serene moments in his very wet <laughs> candle lit bisexual lighting. Yep. Yes. Uh, biker warehouse. <laughs> yes. That's the wettest hideout. I've never <laughs> seen a wetter hideout in my life. Just like he's soaking wet. And we're then, on the golf course, golf coast, Chris. I mean, that's, that makes sense. I almost I, said golf he, course, but that would have been wrong. I mean, maybe they'll take one eventually. That'd be cool. Oh my but, God. But, Imagine them killing a bunch of people on a golf course, sort of like the start of Ninja three, but there is. Hell yeah. Oh shit. Excellent. Open bikers there. versus golfers versus that's bikers awesome. versus ninjas. Mm, absolutely. I, I love that there's this other character who's played by Max Dad from Always Sunny called AWOL. Yes. yes. A, a small biography of him. He's a Gulf War deserter, which is an amazing concept. <laughs> Who still has What's connect- the matter, dude? You couldn't wait fucking 37 days? <laughs> exactly, dude. And he's got connections in the military still. So later in the film, he just buys a military helicopter Absolutely, from the military. Dude. And that's the point where the movie's like, Yep, let's get through this scene pretty fast. Nobody ask any questions about this. Yes, he's bribing another fellow army ranger for a helicopter. Don't worry about it. I I need to get back to soaking wet chains because chains (laughs) coming down. So while this is up, we're we're ignoring it because it doesn't matter. Uh, There's a relationship budding between Nancy and Boz. Supposedly. Supposedly. In the most most perfect, pristine of circumstances, Chris Cabin, that relationship is topping out at a failed hand job. That's not any, you know, true love or anything. No, it is not because you know what true love is. It's ice and chains. Mm, I have never yeah. seen True. sexual tension like not since Top Gun have I seen sexual <laughs> tension like this between two men while they're having this conversation. Uh, and it, it, it's it is really him like Ice being like I do not trust Boz. I do. I. I. We need to get rid of him. Stone needs to go tomorrow. Yeah. And I, fucking changed. Lance Henriksen says something. I posted about this earlier. He says yeah. something I don't think has ever been said. <laughs> In the history of the human language, <laughs> I'm going to, if I want to, I'll milk him at a gourd. 
Milk him to a gourd. I milk think. him you'll, to a gourd. Wouldn't you make milk him yeah. into a gourd by milking him? So you by milk his him dick so much that he like compresses smaller. Turns into a squash. squash. Yeah. yeah. And then what happens? I, I, it is a really fucking unhinged thing to say. Yeah. yeah. What's the, yeah. What's the and, and, and then and then he'll chop his arms and legs off, <laughs> weld him into a steel yeah. tank, and drop him in the bayou. Mm-hmm. You can leave it at the gourd, brother. Yes. You already did it. You fucking turned him into a squash you got him baby <laughs> he does have very specific threats earlier he threatens i think stone with peeling his skin with yes. a knife blade that he's dipped in shit yeah because <laughs> he gets bored i think it's just because like you're, you've got that much power i mean we'll see what he does in a, a couple minutes uh, what he tries to pull off here you have that much power all you're doing all day is taking just immense amount of drugs yeah uh, and, and just finding new ways to kill people i assume to keep yeah, up the death but, but Hendrickson thing. is a poet. Like he's yes. chewing it, and and he is, you know, he wants you to know that he has a he has thought of very creative ways that he is gonna fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine he has like a recipe box with them all in there, and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh damn, he better not put that armoire down on the street. So like, and he's also and he's also revving the motorcycle in the yes. middle of the room, right? Oh. Is that when he's doing that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. And he's like, I don't, I don't like what I'm hearing, brother. Well, that, like see, I'm this seeing. is again, Josh, you're using the wrong nomenclature. It wasn't a room at all it's a warehouse oh, so, <laughs> a so that makes maybe. more sense room is a bit constrictive yeah um yeah. the thing that sort of like it's the straw that breaks the camel's back i know with gut specifically but maybe some other people in the mm-hmm. biker gang i love it this weird thing where like the gang you know all the brotherhood approaches one of these like national guard roadblocks or whatever and Lance Henriksen just this fucking guy like they're giving this dude shit and this like old you know one weekend a month two weeks a year motherfucker is just like please let us do our jabs <laughs> and then cut to these dudes in these fucking wooden crates and William Force or a uh, 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 chain himself Henriksen just murders these dudes straight up and then this is guts like uh you know when I joined this murderous biker gang you know I thought. Sure, we'd be dealing drugs, we'd be fucking with cops, <laughs> mm-hmm. worshipping the Fuhrer, you know, yeah. probably yep. a lot of sexual assault, but shooting these dudes in a wooden crate is a fridge too far, and it's fucked up. That's right here, because like if you just shot them on the street when they first confronted you, fine. But like yeah. putting them in a wooden box and then shooting them and then trying to use that wooden box to ship them to the DA that's running for governor <laughs> as a yeah. campaign contribution. Well, yeah, I, that's I mean, funny, but like you're ruining the box. There's elaborative steps being taken. Yes. Yeah, definitely yeah. taking it to some extremes. But that box <laughs> might fall apart in transit is my point. You're just shooting it full of, just shoot them and put them in the box. Well, that's no, I, but Eric, I think it's different. I think what Gut's problem here is he likes... If he wants to catch, he wants wild caught corpses. He doesn't want farm yeah. corpses. He, he needs to be out there in the wild and find yeah, free them. range. Yeah, you don't want them yeah, he, living in, he prefers in confinement. His, uh, yeah, he prefers his murder victims like you know salmon. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A nice way to hunt for salmon, Chris Cavan. It, it's just not saying? as fresh the other way. You know, this way uh-huh. not good. It, t- it tastes uh, different. Right. This scene ends with Gut's hand going inside a motorcycle spoke, um, yep. which you kind of never Ooh. see the like. He's just got it wrapped up. The rest of the movie, I kind of want to see that. I want to see little bit. a finger fly. Apparently, this was I don't know if this is true. They, they said something about like NC seventeen was the original rating, and they had to cut it back. I totally buy it. Maybe a finger flew off or something. I yeah. don't know. 
would have I would have I would have ponied up for the NC-17. Yeah, there are some scenes where you see very explicit violence and other ones where it feels like they cut away too soon. Like Mm -hmm. you can tell that this feels like a movie that was trimmed. It's just so fucked up because it's like, I don't know, put some jelly filled hot dogs in those spokes (laughs) and fucking film it. I'm totally here for it. So um, what you would call it? There's Forsyth Ice is like trailing. um, He he, uh, he takes uh, Bosworth takes uh, Nancy out to lunch. We find out that she had a rough life. Great. Um, and then, uh, I mean, it's just the most pat thing. She's like, oh, yeah, my yeah. stepfather, yada, yada, yada. They don't, care. they don't care about the one, like, female character for sure. No, no not at all. So, And um, he winds up uh, right afterwards, like, going and meeting Sam McMurray. But, uh-oh, Ice has followed him there. And then, like, it's this, like, mad dash to, uh-oh, um, if Ice gets back to the base and tells everybody yep. I'm totally fucked, I got to get rid yep. of him. And it's a great chase scene. There's a there's a tunnel Hell involved. Yeah. There's a my favorite scene in the movie is there's this nice driver. There's these two motorcycles on either side. It's Ice and Bosworth, and he's like, "What the hell's going on here?" And uh, William Forsyth is goes to him and was like, "Hey!" And he stabs this dude in the arm, and he's like, "What yep. the fuck?" <laughs> but it's because he knows the dude will yes. jerk the wheel yes. into the boz, which is a fucking incredible strategic move. Here. It is. It's, he's, he's three moves it's ahead. So always. awesome. You get shit here. There's like a machine gun that just fucking blows up this cop car and a cop goes flying. Yep. A lot of solid dummy work in this movie. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. Uh, and then finally so fucking they get out of the tunnel and a, a little like a, like loop de loop like Boz like fakes him out on something, and fucking ice gets burned to a crisp. It like just the the the, the motorcycle goes into the car and a mushroom cloud comes out. <laughs> yeah, and it, it is oh, a yeah. full profile angle of yep. a head on collision, yep. and it yep. is dummy, and it is like dummy work as good. I'd say. I think uh, Andrew, you brought up. I think the original Mad Max. I thought about that part oh, where yep. his eyes pop out and he gets yes. run over by a truck. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's what this moment <laughs> yes. in terms of the dummy work and how huge. The, I think that explosion goes off before the collision happens. Yes, it's like, that's, yeah. like they want they, they want this moment to be as big as possible. It's the Simpsons gag. It's literally like the leaf is flowing down onto the school bus and it explodes. You know what I mean? Like, we don't care about the physics. We want this huge explosion. Yeah. And I'm with you. God bless. Chains him. Chains should be called Mendoza. That's really <laughs> what we're getting at here. And the but, motorcycle chase itself. And, I'm, you know, I'm sure someone's going to say there's better ones out there. Sure. But I was watching the chase part of this with these motorcycles. I was like, this is... Like the fucking French connection of motorcycle chases. I mean, of cheap that, motorcycle chases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it's just great. some wild ass actual dudes on motorcycles, and yep. you know, it's shit like this that it's like, you know, this is you're making this movie in 1990. You got no fucking money. This thing looks way better than the vast majority of fucking Marvel movies of, that are oh, coming course, out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you take stuff. the computers right out of the equation, yeah, yeah. and it's incredible. That's Lights all. And stuff. Yeah, and his his stunt driving background definitely comes into play in that mm-hmm. scene specifically because oh, it's yeah. just like and, yeah. and, and and I I think that's why he actually even got Henriksen because I think I read that he was the driver for Close Encounters of the Third Kind like like wow. he was a stunt driver before he was a coordinator and he was doing all of those kinds of stunts so like mm. yeah Baxley really brings that's it amazing. if there's a motorcycle chase and they are like weaving in and out of real cars yep. and you're like holy shit like it, it feels yeah. dangerous before the Mad Max level head on collision. So- so yep. Baxley yep. drove the UFO. And, wow, <laughs> yeah. <that's> amazing. 
I forget. You will forget time and again that Lance Henriksen is in Close Encounters of the sure. Third Kind. By the way, yeah, the man's yeah. Just like just sexy, sexy bodyguard in the background mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I, and I you're had like you're that. at the big, you know, Truffaut's doing the whole thing, and you're like, is that f- is that fucking Lance Henriksen <laughs> talking with Francois Truffaut? Yes, it is. Awesome. Well, We're you're about doing- to see some of Lance Henriksen's best fucking playing ever. Some of the best acting ever, because fucking. His beautiful ice is dead. Ice mm. was like burned up in the scratch. Viking like just, Viking funeral, dude, for amazing. ice on like, set like set upon the motorcycle. On the iron horse, oh, yeah. dude, they, riding they, it to hell. Yep, they stole yeah. this corpse. They brought it back and they <laughs> got his car too. Somehow it survived the fucking crash. Now this is the thing. This is the thing. You know, all the economical editing, all the slim trim storytelling, love it. Yeah. I need to see them getting their hands on William Forsyth's corpse. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely need that uh, scene. A bad boys two esque, you know, romp to get yep. him from the morgue. That's fine. Yeah, keep, I can do with keep that. dropping it on the way back, but it's fine. Oh, God, yeah, you get some anyway. coffin flops in there. <laughs> coffin flops yes. for sure. And they fucking grip him. They glue him into his own motorcycle. Rigor mortis is setting in. This thing stinks. <laughs> He's got it's a like psychomania. He's got a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, kind of like psychomania. A good uh, another biker movie. We did an episode on that a thousand years ago as well. Oh yeah, but Great episode one. five. His look out below. Speech is like he was the toughest fucking son of a bitch I ever met. <laughs> he was also a piece of garbage. If, if you had, if you like tipped at a bar, he would take the tip back and use it for his own purposes. He was a real piece of shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, like a brother it's in to this me. Giant fiery low angle crane shot yes. of him just like looking straight into you, and he's being like he was cold so let's send them to Valhalla and yeah. everyone and all the bikers just start shooting the guns in the air and everything kind of amazing Nuts. the other movie I watched today um, was the 1982 Conan the Barbarian sure. mm. also just chock full of Viking funerals it was a real Viking funeral <laughs> Tuesday for this guy it's good to burn bodies <laughs> I think Hell so yeah. I mean and I mean this is like uh, uh, the emotion underlying it all I mean this is like his closest friend and brother. And mm-hmm. I, this is how you know. This is when Chains, I think, loses it. And I think this is why he double crosses Boz in yeah. the third mm. act. I think this really is it. His heart is broken. Do you think anyone's shedding a tear at Ice's funeral out of curiosity? Just someone in the background that was fucking beautiful. Definitely, dude. Oh I mean, this, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, was, he was a huge part of the organization, you know? Oh, yeah. He was the only guy who could shoot a can off someone's head with an Uzi <laughs> and not actually hit them. He, last Christmas, he shoved my mother down the stairs. That guy was amazing. <laughs> I love, I love so, that guy. I love him so much. I'm going to shoot at this gun in the sky. I don't care for how long. We're gonna shoot. I remember last Valentine's Day. He murdered my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I invited him to my grandpa's funeral and he stole the watch from his body. And I, I just, I loved him so much for that. I, for that specifically. I mean, he's the one that came up with the idea of shooting those priests. I just love him so much. I fucking miss him. He was Trouble's, uh, he was Trouble's uh, true sire. Like the, yes, the, the yeah. one who was promised. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, also, it, it kind of doesn't mean anything, but it sort of does because there's this uh, crooked, like, lady highway patrol person sure. yeah. oh, right. who Chain calls at one point to be like, hey, run this name and see what's up. So she calls back and is like, oh, and I don't know why in the shit 
the FBI would like do this. But she's like, oh, I was able to cr- like crack some mainframe. I got access to whatever database. And this guy that you know as Stone is also this other dude. So, yeah, he's probably a cop. <laughs> I like uh, I like his uh, excuse for it, though, the boss here, because he's like, so I got a lot of names. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Which is but kind of a she, point. Like, criminals sure. have a lot of names. Sure. For, you know, for instance, I have different ones, obviously. My <laughs> real name doesn't have two Zs in it. <laughs> oh no uh but it's weird though because uh you know this is nancy and she's like all right boz look me straight in the eye and tell me you're not a cop and like again i guess this is just economical storytelling he takes two seconds to try to do it and then he's like yeah you're right i'm a cop <laughs> well he doesn't like sarcastically because fucking- i mean legally you have to if, you, if somebody asks you know you have, that's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the thing that's we a, all know that's a fake thing first of all oh is yeah, it really I'm a real know. police it's, officer it's, okay. yeah that whole if you're a cop you have to tell me that's fake but also okay. i didn't read that's interesting i didn't read it as sarcasm I thought well, he just straight up told her, and I just had to pause it because I was laughing she, so she, much. She definitely doesn't register that that's what, like, yes. that he was not saying that seriously, even though he, as an actor, I think just said the line. <laughs> but also, he took off the tiny sunglasses before yes. he said it to know Thank that, you. look, we, I'm, we, yeah, we need I'm to talk for a real. Bit about these, sunglasses. <laughs> these little blue things, these, yeah, like, dude, they are Gary Oldman and Dracula glasses. Yep, they are, they are you're great, right. dude. <laughs> those gotta those come are back. fantastic. And the uh, the ones that uh, Lance Henriksen is using when the the final uh, interaction between yep. between Boss and him, he has these sunglasses that make no sense. There's 17 shapes in one glass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, this is this is around where the Boss convinces the FBI to let them do this bus so they can get both the the Brotherhood uh, biker gang and the mafia here, and that's where we get this dude Martinez who is like another undercover dude who's pretending to be the delivery driver, this truck driver or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they put up this whole, it's like a little, it's like a little drug deal pageant that these guys put on. Cause he's <laughs> yeah. like, they're nowhere near like the rest of the bikers, but they're still giving dialogue as if they could be overheard. And he's like, Hey man, uh, can I talk to you for a second? Like the cut I'm getting, yeah. it only works out to be less than 10%. That's kind of fucked up. And I'm like, Lance Henriksen can't hear any of this. Yeah. You guys should be talking about like, <laughs> all right, man. So now you got the bulletproof vest on, right, Martinez? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Uh, now I'm going to shoot you in the chest and we're going to pretend that I murdered you, right? Yeah, okay. Here we go. We're going to do it. You ready, man? You ready? It's going to hurt a little bit, but not a lot. All right. Yeah, let's do it. But like it's this full on scene and the movie's trying to play the audience and it's like, no, 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 no. I know the boss. I know that Martinez has to be in on it. What are you doing? Well, uh, also you have to imagine that like, he has to, Boz has to be ready to shoot real quick because he knows chains. And if you have Lance Henriksen around, you can't guarantee a body shot. Yeah, that's right. a headshot. Yep. Lance Henriksen might just put, blow your fucking head off and then that's it. Right. But, you know, it's all over for Martinez. But here's the thing. I, I've eaten a lot of pizza. I, I can tell if they're, you know, <laughs> you put a slice in front of me. It's not exactly like, oh, is that like fake cheese or is that not real? Not real sauce. Is that like, it's gluten? Oh, it's gluten free. I can tell by the crust. cauliflower crust. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. And, that that's a fucking war crime. Anyway, sim- similarly, Lance Henriksen would be like, that guy's not dead. I've, 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 I've killed so many people. No, his lips would be bluer. No, his lips would be blue already. Like, you know, he, he would just notice it immediately. He, he's just sniffing the air. He's like, that's not real blood. No, that's not. No, you're totally right, Steve. And mm-hmm. that's why 
I thought this was going to happen. And I was waiting for it. The Boz, right? Mm-hmm. He just gives like a gentle little kick to Martinez and yeah. he falls in the water. And then like you'd see Martinez swim up under the dock <laughs> and he's got a little snorkel. Because <laughs> you're right. I mean, there's no fucking blood because it's a bulletproof vest. Well, I, yeah. I, there was a little. I thought. He's like, Boz, you're not in until that man is a gourd. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm really in this gourds. biker gang. We turn enemies into gourds. <laughs> but I, I guess the prediction was like, listen, this biker gang is going to kill this guy no matter what. We have to stage sure. this thing to make it seem real. Yeah, you're gonna right. have to use a deep dark alchemy to turn him into a gourd of some kind. Uh, <laughs> that's just how that's gonna be. Uh, let me ask you something, there, Stone. Are you ready to milk a man? Are you ready to milk him into a gourd? Because if you're not ready to do that, you're not ready to be part of the brotherhood, brother. I'm, I'm not welding him into a box and throwing him into the bayou unless he's a gourd. I'll tell you that much. You better bring a gourd. You gotta here. check and see if he shit himself because I'll get my blade out. <laughs> All right, Stone, did you bring your eye of Newt to this drug deal? Because otherwise you are not going to be able to cast a spell to turn him into a gourd. I, I have, I have good, uh, good news. We're going to be putting half of our money. I have hired Jigsaw to make us new wonderful <laughs> designs to kill everybody that we decide we want to kill. Well, if you really need to turn someone into a gourd fast, you need a... The tail of a lizard. You don't have one of those, do you? It'd be cool if the Lying pet came here. back somehow. <laughs> it's kind of surprising that it's only the ones right. who yeah. that little fella. You'd think you could throw it on someone and it starts biting them or something. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Although this thing looks pretty docile. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a but I'm not a fucking, if it gets you know, bruised enough, maybe, you know. Lizard person or whatever. So um the mafia is supposed to meet them at a certain location. That's when the FBI is mm. gonna get them, but uh-oh, Henriksen's two steps ahead. They go somewhere else. And uh, basically, they fuck over uh, Bosworth. Bosworth's like, well, that stinks. I'm just going to get on my bike then. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I'll be, I might be back murdered. later. I'm still part of the gang, doll. I, you know, maybe you'll maybe you'll change your mind. Maybe you'll maybe you'll feel different about it tomorrow. Maybe you'll give me more money tomorrow, huh? Maybe. But in another quick cleanup with this uh, screenplay like you know we're clickety clack right in this movie and it's like uh oh we got like 50 fucking barrels of PCP what are we gonna do about that oh we got an idea to fix this real quick because Boz fucking rolls up on the truck filled with all the drugs this is amazing shoots the hydraulic cables from the tractor to the trailer and this trailer just goes flying into a gas station and explodes <laughs> one incredible two that's the end of the drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's at least one innocent bystander dead, probably. Oh, definitely. Oh, Old couple. Mac working at the gas station. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so we also, while this is all happening, uh, we've been hearing uh, hushed things about D-Day. And oh, yeah. this is the funniest thing is they're like, uh, we have to uh, <clears throat> crack the whip. That might have something <laughs> yeah. to do with a guy named Whipperton. Maybe. You you don't really know what the whip is, though, until I tell you 20 minutes before this movie ends. <laughs> and they all love bragging about it. He's yes. like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to crack the whip, not you. Well, Josh, <laughs> as you may have heard uh, down here in the U.S. of A, uh, last year we had a thing on January the 6th. <laughs> and all those guys and gals were fucking 
idiotically gabbing yep. everywhere they That's could, true. including gab uh, <laughs> about all their fucking dumb ideas and all their fucking seditious nonsense. So I totally buy it that these people will be talking about it left and right. You're stoked for it. I the guess, revolution's yeah. here. Here it comes. Uh, yeah, you're going to be a yeah. god in the new regime, right, everyone? That's right. 30 virgins. So really quickly, um, uh, Henriksen reveals that he knows what's up by revealing the Bolivian guy that right. was uh, supposedly executed. He comes back. Uh, well, supposedly deported. We deport- wanted yeah, to well, yeah. Not before hinting that it was Nancy who did it. Yes. And really emphasizing betrayal is a bitch. That's right. And then he looks, looks her in the face and he goes... Did you hear that? A bitch. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, he puts three Moments bullets. before executing her in the head, mind you, as well. Like, it's oh, ruthless. Yeah. Turn for this movie. You really, you, I really didn't think, because there was also a brief scene of like, you know, uh, yeah, I'm going to take you with me once we yeah. figure this all out. And just for her to get a shot right in the forehead and we move on and Boz doesn't give a fuck. He's like, well, okay. It's an, he's, he's a little upset. A little he's upset. He's a little upset. But this is an interesting turn for Stone Cold, right? Because <laughs> in, in other movies, right, it's like, I fucking freed this lady. Yeah. I'm the knight in shining armor. Now we're going to go off to another part of Swamp Fuck Florida and have a family together. And it's yeah. going to be real gross and whatnot. But this movie is like, no, 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 no. She's not cool with the fact that he's a cop. She's yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, sure. You're yeah. a cop. This disgusts She's me. irredeemable. I'm the fucking brotherhood member to the core. I'm one <laughs> of their old ladies, you know. Well, you, you know, can- I suck my way to the top and whatnot. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Well, don't we I, I, all? I Everybody sucks somebody. Isn't that right, Josh? <laughs> yep. Yep. Just tell me what you want me to fuck, dude. Absolutely. Well, because um, it does it does look like when, when he shoots her, it like you could almost see it as looks like it wings her. Like you mm. could kind of tell they were uh, yes. like they were like, okay, w- yep. later we'll decide if she's coming back or not. And they were just You're like totally nope, right. No, dude. thank you. We're just it is a, her we a will fucked see up the, scar in the hospital yeah, yeah, during yeah. Uh, <laughs> closing moments. Like we'll terrible. we'll see what the test audience has to yeah. say about your survival. Oh, and apparently this woman was just booed and they left her dead. And then we're gonna know, get the effects people from freaked to work on you. <laughs> yes. Wow, hell yeah. Stone Cold could hell visit yeah, her in the hospital it. and be like, well at least your vagina works. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, brought much. you a Domino's. Uh, it's it's vegetable because you're a lady, and uh, a bottle of Smirnoff as well because you're a lady. Yeah. So I brought my friend Gut along. Play you a little song. When uh, when Nancy is executed by chains, by the way, uh, Henriksen has a great line. He, this is where he also like lets the Boz know that he is undercover. He goes, "No, Joe Huff, I'm gonna break your heart and just yes. fucking murders her." It's pretty great. great line. It's awesome. And Henriksen. It's kind awesome. of a Russian roulette thing because he puts three bullets in. He spins. He shoots yeah. uh, the Bolivian guy. Then he shoots her. And then he does try to shoot Bosworth. But it's clicks like, well, I guess you could live to see tomorrow, Mr. Hoof. And then everyone laughs. And yep. now it's like a Batman thing where he's in a helicopter, chained <laughs> up. Mac's dad from Always Sunny is flying it. And right. they're going to throw, they're going to strap a bomb to him and throw him off. Also, like, by the Beautiful. way, this dude is built like Brian fucking Bosworth. There needs to be yep. more dudes in this fucking helicopter if you're going to do this thing. <laughs> yes. Or he needs to be dead. Like, Here's that's just it. What I would do if I kidnapped any kind of beefcake, you shoot him in the arms and the legs. Thank you. Yep. Just so yeah. it's yeah. a little less mobile. Because You're mm-hmm. throwing no punches. You're delivering approximately mm-hmm. zero kicks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, Hell Eric, yeah. 
Eric, first you have to milk him uh, uh, to a gourd, to a gourd and then yeah. you can shoot his arms and legs, yeah. and then you can put him in the thing. And this is when yeah. Lance had... And th- this is the hardest thing also I have trying to explain to people, which is that a $20 million movie where they blew $5 million on scenes that never make it into the movie has probably one of the biggest 15-minute climaxes of yep. any action movie of its era for n- seemingly no reason. Yes. It's, and it's amazing. And I, and every time I'm like, it's for real, I'm, I'm not joking you, that's what, like, the fine, like, they have a real helicopter flying at low levels through wow. streets right by people. Yep. Hell cars. yeah, dude. This is fucking movie making, yes. man, right? Yes, like, absolutely. Buster King Keaton fucking dropped a house front on himself. Yeah. Here we are in this ridiculous action movie <laughs> flying to, a helicopter down the street. Now I want to see Buster he, Keaton shooting up a courthouse. Well, that's, that's <laughs> right before he did that. He looked at his uh, his director and he's like, "I'm, I'm going to push the Buster button right now." All right, he <laughs> dropped this fucking house. We're pushing the Buster button, motherfucker. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Hell yeah. More people should. Yeah, you, you have Boz being strapped with a bomb inside this low flying helicopter, spraying bl- brake fluid <laughs> yes. into their faces, and oh, yeah. kicking a dude out with the bomb <laughs> yep. on him. Mid dummy fall <sighs> out of the helicopter, it explodes in a wide, long lens shot where you can see Boz is in the helicopter. Some dummy just exploded right next to it. It's, it's insane. Now, Glory. Something that I was noticing this, this time, uh, the second time I watched it. And yes, Josh, this, this last 15 minutes is tremendous. Uh, Lance Hendricks d- dresses up like a priest. We'll go beat by beat through it. Yes. But like the idea in most action movies, you have to save the district attorney because that's what the <laughs> point of the thing was. You know what I mean? Like, Well, well either like, that or you save the girl or you save the hostages. <laughs> and it's worth noting up front, he does none of those <laughs> saves. No one. Everyone, Everyone fucking it's a, dies. It's amazing. It's you know who he saves? Massacre. Hang on a second. You know who he saves? Who's that? Spoiler alert. He saves Lance Henriksen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Lance Henriksen is the only one left alive at the end of all these shenanigans. Because like, it's like diehard, like, you know, like Ellis gets killed, but like everyone else pretty much makes it. You know what I mean? If sure, Bruce yeah. Willis, if if everyone dies, including his wife, and then he's just like, <laughs> yippee ki motherfucker. You'd be like, well, that's an odd turn for that <laughs> film. But like, all that happens, yippee ki motherfucker, and then he doesn't drop Alan <laughs> yeah. Rickman out the window. He surrenders him to authorities. Well, to be fair to this movie, the, you know, what was his name? The uh, Sam McMurray does end up shooting Lance yes, Hendrickson. But no there one, is oh, yeah. that attempt because he's a cop and he's the good guy. He has to bring someone in to answer for these crimes. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, the one thing, I mean, the, the way you know that Chains has so much power over all these people is yeah. that thing back with the Bolivia guy happens, like you, the roulette thing, and he's like, he shoots Boz, it doesn't go off, and then he's like, well, I guess we're gonna let him go, and then nobody's like, ah, Boss. Can <laughs> we just kill him? I mean, like, it seems like a huge fucking. I don't know why. We, we, we can just throw a corpse in with the bomb. You know, why are we doing well, this? Because he's a man of honor, man. I and it's like, so. look, you beat that round of Russian roulette, mm-hmm. dude. You live to see another day. That and he's not yeah. a Hendrickson is going to go, look, 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 look. We'll let him live and he won't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, he won't. We stop will us. kill everyone in that building. Yeah, <laughs> because that's so. Like he comes in as a priest. Here's a funny too. gag. Haircut. With, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He trims Committed. down. He looks like real Lance Hendrickson again. And he, um, like, he gets a uh, metal detectored 
But like, oh, it's my rosary. And it's like, dude, you've got to pat this guy down. Like, dude, dude what is that's a Halloween steel, costume. What steel rosary are you carrying? What is going it's on 1991. here? You could probably, you know, bring that gun onto an airplane at this point. It's true. So, uh, by the way, uh, crooked criminal non-sex crime related now. Sure. Uh, crooked criminal priests. We got Lance Henriksen in this movie. Nick Cage. Yes. Uh, oh, in yeah. the beginning of Face mm-hmm. Off. Oh, yeah. I love these crooked motherfuckers. <laughs> the priest as a disguise for some sort of nefarious character. Yeah, that's the Catholic Hell Church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I said without the fucking dude. Well, they have other crimes. There's they have other the stuff. hoarding gold and shit. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> oh, that's shit. right. They're fine. That's yeah. right. Uh, they stole so much of my grandparents' money, dude. <laughs> Worse than when my grandfather got into the fucking credit card scam with the people oh, fishing on the phone. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. That's he was, sort of yeah. how, uh, what was it? Shinzo Abbey went down for a similar reason, right? Yeah, the Moonies were milking them dry. <laughs> you got to watch that calendar, man. That You need two more months on the Shinzo Abbey. I don't I know. I was looking I it up. Maybe if it was uh, closer it up today. to home. Perhaps. <laughs> well, I mean, look at it this way, dude. Probably the most successful assassination. Oh yeah, sure. In the last seventy-five years, sure. Yeah. yeah, and and most people in Japan, from what I could tell, are kind of okay with it. <laughs> That's what like, I'm talking about. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, wait a second. The government was like, "Oh fuck, they killed our ex-prime minister. Maybe we should rethink our relationship with that fucking church." And they did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. Yeah. That guy did yeah. it. I mean, it sucks that Shinzo Abe had to perish, but that guy did it. But so the, the the court has packed asses to ankles with people yeah. and this district attorney and district attorney makes his case and they the the whatever the the the, the Supreme Court of Mississippi is like yeah we're gonna fucking execute him forty five years without parole isn't enough we will now yep. execute this dude gavel gavel <laughs> gavel and Henriksen goes apeshit and starts annihilating everyone. And the way he gets the party started is fucking poetic justice, dude, because who is the first to go with a machine gun all the way through his back is fucking Martinez. Yes. Because that idiot shows up in the courtroom. What are you fucking doing? Dumbass. What are you doing, you stupid idiot, Martinez? And he says something like, this is going to hurt more than last time or something, and he just yep. fucking annihilates him. It's like 15 shots at close Point range blank, with a machine n- gun dude. In the, the back. back, the chest the squib chest uh, just it's like the fucking predator i mean gorgeous. it's incredible yeah and it's yeah. Uh, worth noting by the way um uh baxley did all of the stunt coordinating for predator that makes so much oh, sense good, yeah. yep <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> motorcycles go. go into the courtroom they're throwing shotguns to all their guys and they are just destroying this courthouse. And you know what, oh Brian Bosworth? You probably should have stu- got them at racketeering. That's <laughs> yep. that's yeah. where I'm at here. Maybe we should have got them three weeks ago. I see your point, Steve. The mafia could have lived to fight another day. Yes. We did not need to fly this close to the sun. <laughs> we'll say also um, the entire as it appears, uh, Mississippi Supreme Court wiped out. Yes. Like, yes. It's like you're fucking watching Mars attacks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. these people go down. There is a POV shot down lens of his gun where it's attached, the camera's attached to it yep. while he's just rotating and yep. hitting as many members of the legislature as possible. <laughs> Just and I'm just cheering. Wild. I'm just cheering in my thing. Go, Lance. Go do it, buddy. <laughs> Mr. Stone Cold has quite a stunt here where he jumps out of the helicopter through a, like a glass ceiling, falls yes. down, yeah. 
gets up onto a marble floor, like a hundred feet and <laughs> instantly gets up and gets the jump on a guy who is standing in the room with the gun. Yep. Yep. And and t- dispatches him. At knees and ankles of steel, this guy. Oh, this yeah. thing. I, I would be destroyed. I'd be a puddle if I landed from this height. <laughs> You'd be a gourd, dude. You'd probably start I would, I would become I would be an instant milked gourd. Yes. And then we could um, finally throw you in a fucking lake, Chris. Unfortunately, we also get a we also get a brief glimpse into uh, Henriksen's uh, childhood, which is another one of the oh, probably yes. best lines oh, in the God. film. Yes, yes. Where who does who does he shoot in this moment? When he I, goes think up to him? I, it I think it's Whipperton. It is Whipperton. Oh yes, yeah. yep. it's the death. Yeah, blow and he's Whipperton. like he's like, look, Whipperton. At a moment like this, I think of my father's last words, and he goes, you know, what, what were those? And he goes. Don't son, that gun is loaded. <laughs> yes. Yep. And just annihilates him. Executes this dude. And if the trivia is to be believed, uh on IMDb, of course, uh Lance Henriksen wrote all his own dialogue personally. Poet. Mm. As Josh said, so, poet. I just yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do also love the Lance Henriksen line, like when shit goes tits up, they're all communicating on a radio uh, you know, frequency, walkie-talkies or whatever. <laughs> he gets on the the walkie-talker and he goes, uh, everybody bail, you're on your own. Yeah, <laughs> and, like tosses it and that's the end of it. Well, like, fuck you, the brotherhood. Well, that's how you know they they are way more coordinated than whatever happened on January sixth. Because he's like, <laughs> once he finds out that the the helicopter is no longer in play, he's like, cut it. We got to go. Like, he's just, it's no, no, like, we're going out hard. He's You're like, right. no, we got to go. They could have used a helicopter that day. Absolutely. I love bikers. They're tough guys. They turn people into gourds. <laughs> bikers. Uh, someday I'll figure out what a gourd is. <laughs> I, I actually, I had also a rope that led me down into the Oval Office. I just, I, I had them put it in. I thought it was a nice touch. Uh, t- that fucking pig can't climb a rope, man. What are you kidding? T- t- uh, Tiffany, you're a gourd, right? You, you kind of look gourd-esque. Right? Yeah, gourds. That's what you call a girl I don't want to have sex with. You know, Tiffany, right, Tiffany you kind of you look like uh, another Lance Hendrickson movie, Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's uh, him saying, not me. I, oh yeah, sure. Tim, yeah. I got it. I well, I also, I will say, <laughs> I if that. you replace, if the, it's that Simpsons called open where they're watching the special people who look like things, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you replace that guy who's with the jack o' lantern with Tiffany Trump, it's there. It's there. It's, Eric's right. It's, it's there. there. This is when gut meets his unfortunate end. Because, oh, sure. Oh, no. By the way, anyone notice that this is the dude from Terminator 2, the biker with the yes. cigar? Yes. Is, oh, the really? older biker, uh, that, yeah. that's the guy with is the gun. Gut? That says no, no, no. It's the, the other the guy who's who's like, he's like, Mud anyone bird. comes here closer, I'll fucking kill everybody, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's what going crate, going to hell tonight. Oh, and yeah. And like, again, gut is in the room. Again, like, you were in, you're hearing all these gun blasts. He's like, Dude, we're going too far. I'm like, Gut, you really should have quit months ago. <laughs> totally, dude. Gut, here's the move, man. Go find some fucking assassinated, court-appointed whatever. Put that dude's suit on and walk See, right yeah, out. Yes. Gut, you're still, you still, you still trespassed in the Capitol. You ran through the halls. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gut. Yes. <laughs> you should have just stayed home. You should have just polished the dirt and like mm-hmm. then waited for all of them to come back. Mm-hmm. But man, this is so this is this dude mud. So you're saying mudfish is the guy that's in Mud, Terminator Steve? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's the guy that's thrown onto the griddle at the start. You know, they takes his yeah, clothes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. So this dude, the boss shoots this guy, and this motherfucker flies out the window. God damn. I think you're right, Cabin. I think Yen Wo Ping uncredited for some of the stunts here. The wire <laughs> yeah. work is fabulous. 
Just through it's windows. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and meanwhile, like you're, they're cutting between shots of just like a, a full-on assault happening outside. Like there oh, are yeah. motorcyclists riding into <laughs> cop barriers and just flying like 50 feet in the air. Stone is both rocking at this point a tactical shotgun and the and the magnum. Yep. Yep. And he's taking single shots at everyone in the chest, watching them get pulled by the wires in every which direction. <laughs> and 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 it, yeah, it results in him shooting this guy through the window, which they cut to a low-angle shot of that stunt guy going through the windshield yes. and hood of a car. Yep. And it's not a dummy. Yep. It's the guy. You <laughs> yeah. can see him. It's awesome. <laughs> um, but then, but he's got the fake beard and everything. He couldn't <laughs> yeah. grow it in time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I love the dude who... So uh, Henriksen is on the back of this other guy's motorcycle and he's firing wildly throughout the hallway. It's amazing. And then they come upon the boss and this dude stops. Lance Henriksen gets off the motorcycle and is like, go get him. And this (laughs) dude fucking floors it. The boss shoots this guy. The motorcycle goes out the window at the end of the hall and flies directly into this helicopter. Holy fucking shit. How do more people not know about this movie? How did I not know about it till today? My God. Fuck, I feel like such a fucking failure. My life has been fucking dog shit. Thanks for letting me know. I waited until I was almost fucking 40 years old before I saw this movie. That's unacceptable. Um, and this is their, their show. And, and, you, and, you, and you forget about the helicopter is yes. the best part. Because, yeah. because the helicopter is gone. Like, Boz, we, we forget this part. Like, like Boz is fighting the guys in the helicopter and just fucks with the driver until the driver nearly runs into the Capitol building yeah. and run, nearly hits all these people in cop cars like on the road on the way there. And he dives from the helicopter through the glass onto the marble floor. That's the last we see of the helicopter yes. yeah. until you get what looks like a direct head-to-head showdown duel moment. Like it is like a <laughs> like a Western. These guys are about to, you know, something big's going to happen here. And no, he just shoots him off the motorcycle. The motorcycle flies through through that window and you're like oh another window great and then yeah the motorcycle is just the you know or the helicopter you're like okay they just keep every detail they just keep escalating it as much as they can and you see max dad this a wall guy just screaming as this fucking motorcycle is coming towards the helicopter oh man incredible (laughs) it's incredible it really is beautiful my god oh man the showdown between them is so amazing because it's another moment where so Boz he, and Henriksen. Well, no, well, so Boz. So the, the the thing we were just talking about with the because yeah. he has a shotgun and the guy's got like a bike and like Lance Henriksen's like go get him and he's like he's got a gun <laughs> like you can just shoot me right off the thing. It's gonna take me a little while to drive over there. You know, it's it's not like I don't got an instantaneous. Okay, I'm gonna die. That's fine. I'm just gonna die now. I guess. You know, boss, there's uh, plenty of time. Uh, me driving down this long hallway for this guy <laughs> to pull out a gun and shoot. It, me. It, it looks like we might be on the losing side of this one. Chains, my commander. Um, <laughs> could we maybe not do this? The showdown Him- between Hendrickson and Bosworth. Yes. Hendrickson hits every single marble step, and you feel it every yep. time. Ooh. Dude, he is doing his best fucking Jack Nicholson impression right here, <laughs> falling down these stairs. Oh my god. It's awesome. And you're seeing the stuntman. You're totally yeah. right, Steve. There's the shot. It's like low angle, sort of looking up at the staircase. And you see the stunt guy do at least three flips in yes. the one shot. And every single time, the back of his head is fucking hitting these marble <laughs> stairs. Yeah. These guys aren't paid enough. I guarantee it. No, no way. Not time, at least. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and I mean, like he just, you know, he arrests him and imagine the future chains. Yes, because you're not in it. And yeah. then we get the just empty like, gun chamber, just you know, mirroring the yeah. previous scene. Right. Set and up he's, and pay off, baby. Oh hell yeah! Great fucking <laughs> screenplay here. Right. And so he's getting arrested and whatnot, and then he goes for this cop's this Henriksen goes for this cop's gun. And he's about to kill the boss, and all of a sudden, like it's the fucking end of a certain movie called Blank Hard. Uh, <laughs> the cop who's been a, a little bit of a fucking wiener the whole movie is the one who murders the bad guy at the end. Yes, and this, this yeah. shot an is amazing POV yes. shot of Henriksen's corpse flipping to the bottom floor mm-hmm. from his yes, eyes see, as yeah. the camera is flipping. You see the ceiling and of then the cut to. Yes, and then cut to the dummy shot of his corpse actually just like landing on the floor and everything. So that's so the funniest good. part is so they good. give you the moment where the boss gets to be, you know, morally upstanding, quote unquote, <laughs> where he gets to be like, I'm not just going to point blank execute this dude like he right. does to other people. But you still get the insanely over the top gratuitous, you know, he his corpse gets to f- just flip in <laughs> and you get the live camera point of view of his corpse flipping. So good. I. I watched this movie again a couple of years ago, a couple of sheets of the wind, maybe two to three. I didn't remember there's the Michael Clayton ending coming up, dude. Yep. I had no <laughs> yes. idea that they do a full on Michael Clayton at the end of this movie where Bosworth just walks out like thinking about what he's done and all this stuff. Like, he doesn't get into a cab exactly, but no. you stay no. with him as the credits roll and it's beautiful. It's it so rolls. awesome. And it, he is walking out to... Um, Sam McMurray, uh, is that his yeah. name? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, playing Lance, his, the FBI agent. Because Lance repeats a line that the boss gives him at one point. The boss is like ready to get into gear or whatever, and he goes, Time to turn it on. So, the end of the movie, after he kills that guy, he looks at the dude from fucking uh, uh, Jason Goes to Hell, and he's like, Time to turn it on. <laughs> Cue the fucking dirtiest fart rock yes. guitar and oh, that's what he walks out with through these credits and just through it was amazing I'm watching and I was like oh he's still walking yeah. <laughs> oh he's still walking I just want give me a hundred dollars worth and just sits and like, just you know collapses into a cab and just goes just yep. walk <laughs> just <Exactly>. walk <laughs> Yeah, well, and the best part, too, is he is just drenched in blood and sweat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Heroically descending these pristine white capital steps. And as he gets further and further away, obviously, you can see more and more Mm -hmm. of what just happened outside that Capitol building. And people are either, one, like, looking at him in awe, like, wow, that's the guy who just destroyed everything this entire city oh amazing and boz yeah boz is like i he's just got like the the leather vest on right so yep. he's like full shirtless and everything oh. yeah just he's a, dressed like incredible. a biker he's yep. some officer should take him down like oh we missed <laughs> yeah. one yeah, you know what exactly. i mean like how do you how do you know there should be at least that he's, moment Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Someone hassles him or something. Because you turn around, he's just walking across the lawn. It would be like, hey, there's another one of them. He's casually walking away. He looks very contemplative. Remember, I mean, he's an Alabama cop in Mississippi. No one knows who the fuck he is. Absolutely. Oh, man. Just incredible. What a fucking movie. Gorgeous That's movie. the movie. That's Stone Cold. That movie. Incredible. Fucking shit. Incredible. Man. We love the movie. Oh, I- 
Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> We're gonna, do, do we do we do we applaud? We do. For this <laughs> one, we do. <laughs> Tonight you I know, do. <laughs> thank you, movie. You know what? It's season thirteen. We're applauding. <laughs> Stone Cold, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that is the motion picture Stone Cold. Of course, Josh will throw it to you as our esteemed guest this week on the program. Uh, final thoughts and other other maybe Boz recommendations if you've dabbled in the rest of his filmography? No, honestly, I can't say that I've seen much Boz other than I can recommend, honestly, just going through some interviews and watching the documentary on him because he is one hell of a character to just watch talk about his... And I think it, it's a huge appeal of this film, too. Like, he was just a guy who saw himself as an entertainer. And he will right. say that in every interview you find of him in the eighties and nineties, he would just say stupid shit because he was like, that's great TV. And eventually right. he made a really cogent argument in his like memoir that college football broadcasting should pay players more. He's like, I brought so many eyes to their channels by just saying the most ridiculous shit I could possibly think of on the day. Yep. And that was how he viewed his career that I think one interviewer even asked him straight up, like, you know, did you ever in college, like do any acting? And he was like, not off the field, hmm. like not <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. But, you know, I did. I did my hair. I wore the craziest outfits I could think of. He even sold his own hate shirts. So the people who hated him were paying, buying them off his oh, website. Beautiful. Like, That's amazing. Like this was just his persona. And, and in this film, you can, I think, see him carrying himself like he's already a megastar. He knows how to play to the camera. He has an absolute blast with it. And who knows? I I don't get to see. I mean, he didn't get much of a career. I wish I could actually find more of his stuff, even just on Blu-ray to get a feel of what the rest of his career looked like. But, you know, if this was the only thing he did, he, you know, I, he should be proud of himself Mm. because this is like just absolutely trashy generic and moronic in like the best ways possible (laughs) and also tough and economical and genuinely like well-crafted and physically rendered by Baxley and the other, the other ways. So it's just an absolute blast. And it's one of my all-time favorite films to show people and just see reactions to every ludicrous, greasy detail to it. (laughs) And every scene's got something to hoot and holler at. And especially, you know, again, the insanely huge bloody explosive again political massacre finale (laughs) where he does not save the girl the the da or i don't think a single hostage like i actually think they massacre pretty much everyone in the building and it's just a mesmerizing montage of like burning corpses and (laughs) you know dudes on wires going through glass and motorcycles flying into helicopters like you have never seen dummy work and squib work you know as expensive in a movie that was as cheap as this um it's actually <laughs> mind-blowing uh steve sadak yeah I, 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 I love this movie it's my second time through actually i watched it again today i watched it two nights ago <laughs> and i was like i'm just gonna watch it again and i never sure. do that for this show you got sucked so, in dude. Did you, like, you know like i just sort of like ah you know it's been two days and it is such an ex- i'm glad i did because it does rev you up especially you're about to talk about it it's yeah. so experiential this movie like you know what i mean it is it's the act of watching it and just having your jaw to the floor i, I even think after if, if you you know you listen to this first and then you watch it you will still be stunned by this movie and absolutely just by the, by the performances and some of the shot choices and just the action, the way it's edited and paced, it's it's fantastic. A, a hearty recommend. Chris Cabin. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to underline everything that both Josh and Steve said. It, it is just a, a, a showcase for economic, as Josh said, economic filmmaking, but also like movies like this, you usually do have downtime. You are more interested in drama. 
And like, this is not. And like, I, I, that really does lighten everything up. It makes everything pop more. There's no down moments in this movie for a second. Uh, and I do, I, I got to do this before and it helped us out. It helped me out at least to get the, uh, the black hat uh, special director's cut. If somebody knows where I can get Kurt Wimmer's uh, One Man's Justice, which is another boss title, <laughs> if anybody has yes. this, get in contact with me. DM me. My DMs are open. Uh, I, I need to see this thing because I'm a completist as well. So I've seen Equilibrium <laughs> and I've seen uh, the what the ultra Ultraviolet. I need to finish the Wimmer uh, uh, canon, and uh, this is out of it. But this movie... See what him and Boz cooked out. Yes, I need to see it. I need to know what it is. Uh, and MC Hammer as a as a drug dealer. I mean, come on. I need to see this fucking movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Stone Cold, fantastic, wonderful time. Send Chris that file if you're on fucking Karagara or whatever that yes, website please. is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I gotta see. Place. I gotta. I need the question answer that is in my head. Does he have parachute pants on in that movie? I, I uh, Eric says no. I love Chris's ending there because it's sort of like you know Robert Stack on Unsolved Mysteries being like, there are still Brian Bosworth movies out there, and if you <laughs> see one, <laughs> please contact us. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not going to add to anything that anyone's already already. We, we need to revive them all from the VHS trash <laughs> yes, bin of history. We really Fuck do yeah. need to do that. But you know, just just jumping off of what everyone else already said, I think everyone has already said it very well. It's an action masterpiece, and it's a masterpiece because it only cares about action. So if yep. all you care right. about is action, you'll have a good time with it. If you're looking for anything else, you're not going to find it. But I don't, I don't care today. I loved this movie. Hell yeah. I will just add, you know, our friends at Vinegar Syndrome, uh, you know, Arrow. Hey, Arrow, you know, you put out that fucking Sartana set. How about a Boz set? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's get all the Boz movies together. And I know at least I'm buying it. Uh, (laughs) That's one. Yeah, Yeah, there there you go. So you're already making your money back. No, I don't know. This was fucking great. And, you know, who knows? Maybe the rest of the movies are, you know, maybe this is an anomaly and the rest aren't great. But who knows? I do want to seek them out. Uh, anyway, uh, total recommend. Josh, thank you for picking this because I finally watched it. Uh, you were the one that selected this and it's been floating around for ages. I'm glad we finally did it. Uh, sir, take us home. Plug plug whatever you got. Where can folks find your work on the internet? Yeah, obviously anyone can find me over at Twitter and Letterboxd at the Josh L. I'm always reviewing new stuff and I'm about to gear up to go to the Toronto International Film Festival where Hell I'm about yeah. to cover a whole bunch of films there, writing a little bit in CinemaScope. I'm very nice. excited because there is, I don't know if you guys know this, there is a John Hyams Universal yes. Soldier Day of Reckoning director slasher written by Kevin Williamson. Wow. I will be at the world premiere <laughs> rules. and writing yes. for CinemaScope magazine about it. So look forward to that. I hope it's as good as I've heard from Peter Kaplowski, who's the programmer there. Oh, nice. Um, he came on our show recently. Um, I do a podcast, Sleezoids, genre and exploitation film, double features. Obviously, we've had a, a roundtable who's who of guys on this show have also guessed it. I think Steve was the most recent who's been on. He brought with him, actually speaking of another hugely underrated uh, 80s action film, he, he brought The Hidden the with Hidden. Kyle oh, McLaughlin, which I, had, which I had never seen. Oh, um, Ooh, I still got to get to it. On. You have watched it? Oh my God. Oh, it's, so it's cool. Fun. It's a little eerie too. I, I enjoyed yeah. that Ooh, one. I like eerie, but the action Yeah, and speaking cool. of successful political assassinations <laughs> yes. in action yep. films, by Oh, the way. okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yeah, obviously Sleazoids do a uh, genre and exploitation double features. Anyone interested in this kind of film? And also, by I, I pitch 
this film to people sometimes trying to get them to get the tone with other films we've covered things like uh raw deal or mm. cobra oh, yeah, or yeah. uh you know like kind of in that realm and yeah we just talk every week all things genre and exploitation so if you like that kind of stuff i don't know we recently did a bunch of stuff on cyberpunk we did uh Ooh. the highs and the lows we did blade runners and we did new rose hotel by abel ferreira Ooh, yeah. And we did like Decoder and Liquid Sky. So oh, Liquid out Sky, kind of hell yeah, yes, one of the fucking film. best apartments in in <laughs> sleazy New York uh, indie cinema. That's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, uh, well, filthy ha- movie. <laughs> have a good time at Tiff, man. I know you're gonna have a blast. Thanks. I'm fucking pissed. I'm not there this year, but next year I'm gonna get back on track. But anyway, here at We Hate Movies, of course, if you want more content, Patreon.com/slash We Hate Movies. We got a lot going on this month. We got a LOTR, the Two Towers. We're doing that on We Love Movies. Uh, Steve, we're talking about a, a very controversial episode of Tailspin. On this episode of AD this month? <laughs> Last Horizons, I think. It's the one that's been taken off Disney+, Plus, but you can buy it off Disney XD, where it's a racist panda Asian scenario. <laughs> it's <laughs> not really worth watching, but I think the, the episode we did on it was pretty super. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it was great fodder uh, to talk about something that no one should ever watch. Uh, Eric Siska yes. over on the Gleep Glossary. What's okay. going on this month? The Gleep Glossary. This is our Star Wars Shide show, if you don't know, where we talk about <laughs> random Star Wars characters. And we're this month we're doing Weequay, very small character. And I'm kind of trying to break the show, seeing how far I could stretch <laughs> the seams before it really pops. So I think we kind of get there this month. If, if you He's if, into the edge there, folks. He's stretching want- the Stretch Armstrong <laughs> as far as you can get it exactly if you want to hear me and chris fight each other that's basically the show for you now sorry fake fight because people yes. get upset on the internet it's like public it's it. no 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 don't do that again you gotta wait for the episode don't give it away okay. for free uh, so that's all the Patreon stuff. And then here on the main feed, of course, next Tuesday, another episode continues as the show rolls on. Season 13 is just getting underway. Steve Sadek, what's happening next Tuesday? Uh, it's not going to be an effusive love fest like this week. <laughs> we'll be doing Shrek Forever After. Uh, Back to the Shrekiverse. That's I've right, never seen this one. I will watch it once. And you'll hear that reaction. I have not one more, one more into the breach. I have not yeah. seen this one. one and I'm excited to revisit the swamp because I detest it. <laughs> I am not. I'm not excited at all. Ah, oh, yeah. That's that's fucking great. So until next week, where we're just fucking slopping it up with Shrek for a fourth fucking time. I'm Andrew Chupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. And Josh Lewis. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.